0: everybody, this is James and Marco and Nabil, and this is the Movie Pals Podcast, podcast number 80. Today we have a sort of a special I would say guys because we've talked about TV shows in the past but for this episode we're going to actually be discussing a entire season of a show. As you guys may have known from episode 79 when we talked about it at the end we're going to be reviewing Dark the Netflix exclusive show, season one only right now. There's three seasons total. We're going over season one today. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're just going to go over that. Uh, We do have some questions at the end that we're going to answer as well, but uh, let's get into it, guys.
1: We're we're the digital streaming pals pod this week.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we're
2: streaming pals pod. The social distancing pals pod. Exactly. And we're bringing you some new content (laughs) straight from the internet. It's from three years ago, but you know what? It feels <laughs>
0: new to us. So it's none of us has seen it. It's relevant enough, okay? Yeah. So without further ado, guys, here is our review of Dark Season 1. Gestern, heute Morgen folgen dich aufeinander. Sie sind in einem ewigen Kreis miteinander verbunden.
3: Schon vor Wochen ist in der Kleinstadt Winden ein 15-jähriger Junge auf mysteriöse Weise verschwunden. Und nun alarmiert ein weiterer Vermisstenfall die Bürger der Stadt.
0: Keine Spur, nichts. Was hat er sich in Luft aufgelöst. Alles ist genauso wie vor 33 Jahren. Alles wiederholt sich. All right, so guys, right off the bat, I'm gonna have to say this show is impossible to talk about without spoiling it. So if you even have an inkling of wanting to watch this, which I would, uh, I think most of us are gonna agree to, you'd, we'd recommend it. I I would skip this until you've watched at least season one, then come back and listen to us. because yeah. we're jumping right into some stuff here. I mean, I, I I didn't even watch a trailer for this. Did you guys? No, no.
2: Mm-mm, I went in blind.
0: I yeah, I to. was. I, <laughs> Maybe I'd seen a trailer, but I don't know if the trailer ruins it too. I'm assuming it probably does. I know Naboo. Even, yeah, even if it the Netflix did
2: ruin <laughs> it for
1: you a little bit, like yeah. just watching the show, you get lost pretty quickly. You really yeah. gotta like
0: be in here. Does so. the display screen ruin stuff too, right, Nabil? It do does for me? for future seasons. <laughs>
1: for That's when you so watch stupid, it, you know they do man. the the weird trailer ish kind of hovering over thing. Well, if you pay attention to it even a little bit, you'll notice things that you probably shouldn't
2: be seeing. For the future season. Fun fact. I, I purposely if, was like, I don't want to see this. If you log into Netflix on a web browser, you can turn those trailers off, which yeah. is exactly what I did. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, James had told me, so I, I, I had to go. After the fact,
0: because mine don't, mine don't do that anymore. So that's why I was like, oh, man. But I looked it up, and
2: yeah, that still happens. Yeah, dude, because it's annoying when they do that. that like was the very, autoplay thing. Yeah. yeah, the autoplay, the auto trailers, all that stuff. Um, I even uh, disabled the auto next episode, too. Cause, I mean, yeah, sometimes I gotta take a pee, anymore. man. I got, you know,
0: it's like, I like the auto one. I'm like, keep it rolling. Binging. Ah, I'm yeah. Binging this. Am I still here? <laughs> you could
2: take a shit sometimes, though, man. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> There's a pause put button Marco. Boss. God damn, son.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, so the quick synopsis here or some info is Dark Season 1. It's a sci fi thriller, I guess is the best way to um, describe it. That's what I put down. That's fair. Yeah. Some yeah. might yeah. say it's a horror. I don't really think it's horror. It feels like a horror at first. I felt, I felt at first that it was going to be more horror, and then yeah. I was
2: like, oh, but it doesn't is, go that this way. Is more, yeah, that's this what I more, thought it was going to be too, but no, it's definitely more, and... yeah, it's definitely more thriller and sci-fi. It's just the, the mystery itself is yeah. what adds that sense of fear. I would,
0: I should have put mystery, mystery I would say too, and I think a, a very German, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so this, de- <laughs> yeah. this debuted on uh, December 1st, 2017, all uh, 10 episodes for season one. This was Netflix's actually first German-language original series, so uh, it does have the distinction oh, of that. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize uh, that. I will... Uh, quick little synopsis provided by IMDb. It's kind of a general, uh, I guess you might say, uh, description of it. It's a family saga with a supernatural twist set in a German town where the disappearance of two young children exposes their relationships among four families. Uh, this is created... Uh, and also, a heads up, a lot of German names coming up... Um, Apologies. not Yeah, apologies if I start yeah. butchering these. So this is created by Baron Bo Odar, in... I don't really know how you pronounce the J's in German. I was hoping Nabil could help me. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe this is it Che right? yeah, I was going to
0: Is it John G? or Jani? E? E? That's Freeze? how I was
1: going to say it. Freisch.
0: Freisch. Okay, we'll roll with that. <laughs> uh, so just some overall thoughts before we get in because we're going to break it down by the characters because there's a lot of characters here followed by the um each kind of a synopsis of each episode but we'll break it down and we'll, we'll flow through it pretty well i think uh so i'll start with you nabil what uh overall just quick thoughts here before we go into characters and episodes what did you think and what were your expectations
1: so it's starting out i, I did really feel like a horror so i wasn't really sure where it was gonna go it's it got pretty dark with some of the subject as they say a couple children gets uh, uh, goes missing and so that really kind of gave me a red flag of saying i don't know where this is going might not be so good don't know if i want to keep watching this <laughs> the name's called dark who knows um, <laughs> the but about the like dark.
0: Yeah. i mean it opens up with a dude hanging himself too yeah like, it it oh gets God. pretty God. rough uh,
1: but about like 2 3 episodes in you So would you say it gets pretty dark around? you know it doesn't get as dark as the first couple episodes um it become it leans in more to that mystery and you want to keep going in which i really liked uh i the the it's hard to keep track of the families and and how everybody's related and what's going on mm-hmm. with their you know with with in that kind of town but uh you you just this is definitely a netflix bingeable show where you just want to keep watching to know what happens next and i freaking hate that it's on netflix because every episode ends with a cliffhanger so you want to just say well let me just start the next one to see where what happens from the last thing and let me just watch a little bit
2: 30 minutes in might as well finish it right you go down the rabbit (laughs) hole from there yeah but (laughs) i i
1: I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah it's it's been a good show so far
0: i i was worried because of how complex this was i was like man nabil might not like this fucking show (laughs) He might not get this. I'm like, God After, after a while, I'm I not was saying interested. You don't if I'm figure I it out, but I, just, I was like... I just don't like
1: piecing it together for too long. It's like, if it's taking me too long to figure this out, I'm not interested. And I thought that was what was going to happen. But like I said, about the third or fourth episode, it started to finally kind of click for me. I was like, okay, I can yeah. see where things are going. Cool. Uh, what about you, Marco?
2: I almost had kind of the same expectations as Nabil, where I was expecting like a horror type thing. Like I... Yeah. I think some of the, th- the things or the comparisons I've heard from it is that it's the German Stranger Things, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, yeah. to a point, which which I can see that because both kind of deal with kind of like sci-fi-ish aspects to them. Of course, like one is explaining it in a total different way, and we'll get into that um, later in the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, I I liked it. I I thought that it was very original in the way that it was telling the story and what the story was about and what it entailed i do agree with the bill that there were like a lot of characters at first and just like fuck, who the fuck is this guy and like i was sort of having to like look up names on imdb like or on the name like all right who is this because i'm losing track on who's who there's just a lot of of characters are thrown at you Marco too. That a
0: lot of them look the same,
2: dude. Okay, I was gonna say it. That they so bad. Yeah. Yeah. look to the think same. That? Okay, yeah, they do. I mean, it's
0: c- c- racism. But I mean, <laughs> a lot I mean, of these white. There's a. I mean, don't look, get me it wrong. Does, it's
2: in Germany, so they're yeah, all. It white, is in Germany. You we know it. what they did. We know their fucking yeah. messed up history. So I mean, yeah, they all look. There's the not same, a lot of diversity, but yeah. For the
0: first <laughs> few episodes, I had the same issue, and I was like, "Wait, isn't that fucking Charlotte?" And I was like, "Wait,
2: no, I'm way off." Dude, the names didn't help, too. Like, really, the only one I could really remember was Magnus and Mads. Magnus and Mads, I was like, uh, or not, I, not I Mads, it, it, uh, Mikkel, I'm sorry, because yeah, and I was like, okay, cool, because, um, yeah, for some reason, it just was easy. Yeah. And then Noah, because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had blonde hair, so he was different from everyone else, and of course, like, the you know, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Magnus, main guy. yeah, he's airy in his book. Yeah. But, um, well, there's Jacob too, cause he was a redhead, but, uh, still, yeah, it, it was a lot to take in. And I, I did like how it was stringing you along every episode and, and giving you tidbits here and there. And you were like, okay, I want to know more. Um, and even the fact that, um, that they pretty much tell you what it's about right off, right from episode two or three. Like, there's still a lot more to unravel, and that's interesting, like, storytelling to me. I think that's, I mean, it's almost like uh, the closest comparison is when it and, and Knives Out, it kind of gives you the twist right away, but there's still more to unravel, and I like that sort of storytelling because it gives you something, it rewards you with something, but there's still more to find out. Also, the cinematography, you know, I'm a sucker for that shit, is just amazing. There are some really good shots. Like, I was watching this on my oh, TV and there's some beautiful panned out shots that just look gorgeous. So, um, yeah, I, I liked it. The acting is great. I think all everyone, even if you lose track of them, their performances are really good. Like, even the kid actors. And you guys know how I feel about kid actors. Like, I was like, dang, these people can actually act. And you believe, like, the character, which is cool. So, yeah. What, what about you, James?
0: Uh, no, I agree. It's one of those things, too. I thought it was going to be more horror- I understand why people compare it to um, stranger things because of uh, I mean I, as we said spoiler there's this whole thing involves time traveling and I guess the base yeah. year we're looking at here is 1986 technically yeah mm-hmm. um, so that's where the jump-off point is and every 33 years forward back and even further out uh, there's an incidence where you can go to that time period and it evolves a little town and there's you know the 80s scenes but uh, that's pretty much the only comparison that really can get to it and both I, towns I mean, are made up too
2: oh yeah they're the not fictional. real so it, it's
0: yeah. almost like between the two shows the comparison is just the 80s theme i think truthfully and maybe like well, and, oh, this is and, and it like starts like out with like a.
1: it starts out with like the band of kids though and
2: but it's quickly they're true
0: but it, and it's almost like that's just the one it's, time too i'm yeah. like it's yeah, not like they're exactly
2: that close I feel like this show includes more of the other characters more, whereas Stranger Things focuses more on the kids, and like yeah. the uh, yeah. And this is definitely more of like a, the other uh, different yeah. dimensions, but still having yeah. to do with some deep quantum physics, yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: while the other one leans heavily on eighties theme stuff, this one I think is a little bit more, technically a little more original. To tell you the truth, so yeah, uh, with the way that it's set up and it, it, the main focus too on it is the four families. So it's, and God damn, you learn a lot about these families too, but especially by the end of it That you do. Yeah. So it's, well, and that, I mean, that's why it's so complex that this, st- that it's hard to even describe. Cause like, for instance, I was watching like episode two or three and like my sister-in-law and my brother came over and I, and I was trying to explain it to him, but I was like, there's no way I can explain this. Like, it's so hard. Like, this is this because this guy's doing that, and these guys know each other because of this. And then, but truthfully, back in the past, this other guy, oh, what the fuck am I talking about, right? I did the
1: same thing with my wife because she would stop, (laughs) like, watching for a little bit, and I'd be a couple episodes ahead. It's like, so where'd we leave off? And I'm like, well, this happened here, but then this really is this, and this is the person of this. And I'm like,
0: what? she's like, you don't have to explain it. It's fine. I don't need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, because like Janelle watched the first one with me, and then even by the end of it all, she's like, I was like, there's no way I can explain to you what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just I, think you
2: know. my, I think my only issue is how they, and I hope, I well, I heard that this gets fixed in the later issues, but I had an issue with how some of the female characters were written. Like, they just came off like, uh, there's no other way to say it, but they came off rather naggy, and I'm like, uh, okay. I think... Like, so- they some of them do. Some, some do, but it's it's just that I. We can talk about it when we get to yeah. The characters. I'll, I'll talk How about, about it as we go through the characters, but that was probably my only qualm. Was like there's only really know, one that I thought dirt? was
0: a total conniving ass bitch, but that's just <laughs> yeah. me, man.
2: So <laughs> yeah. even me, I even me, I would just be sitting in my bed. Written. I'm like, ooh,
0: you crazy bitch.
2: There's like <laughs> two or three where I'm just. There's three of them where I'm just like where you can kind of understand, but I just feel like. The writing just wasn't fleshed out for the character. That's it. I got you. There's a f- few. Uh,
0: there's one definitely. There's one in the past that I will talk about too. That I think is mm-hmm. written like that on purpose. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting. So uh, without further ado, guys, let's get into uh, the characters then. So let's start breaking them down. Okay. All right, guys. So the first character I wanted to do. I try to I try to bunch these up as in like these people are related. So that's the easiest way to do it. So I this list we have was cutting and pasting so much shit so many times because so many characters in this fucking show. Um, I even think I got the janitor at one point in this one. So I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hell can- um. So I think actually before we even do characters, we have to, we have to if, I, if you're going in blind, which I don't recommend you do, but maybe you just like us talking about shit. Basically, in this town of Winden in Germany in tw- 2019, it's discovered that there's a... Like a, uh, there's a way to travel through a cave to like a, pop like a uh, time pocket, like a time loop, time loop. Yeah. I guess they might say, yeah, into 1986 and 1953. So there's three time periods we mainly deal with here. There is one more, but it's not important right now. Those are the three main ones in season one that we go through. And this, there's somebody basically as we talk about the characters, you'll figure it out. And I mean, just roll with it. Like we said, you should probably watch the show. It's it's really hard to describe this shit. Without yeah. having some context, so I am going to let you know that we are telling you who's portraying who and what time period. So that's how we're doing it, and I'll, we'll go through some. Each
2: some character. characters have three actors portray them. Some have two. Yes. And some only have one. No, there is nobody the
0: playing period. multiple ones except one character. Yeah. That's the only. There's only one character that plays all three, and he's yep. the strongest looking one. So, <laughs> I was like six packs in 1953. Okay, Let's <laughs> roll with that. Okay, so first character I want to talk about, guys, is Charlotte Doppler. Uh, she is in two time periods. We see her in this season one. 1986, she's portrayed by Stephanie Amaral, and in 2019, she is uh, portrayed by Caroline Eichholm. In 2019, she is the chief of police, so that is uh, chief of police of Wyndon, so she's uh, in charge of all the police officers and in kind of the lead investigator, too, strangely enough, on the missing children. She she. okay, I'm gonna tell you who she's related to. This might not make sense yet, but trust me, it makes sense. She is a granddaughter to the clockmaker HB HG Townhouse. By the way, she only mentions that fucking once, yeah. just to let you know. Yeah. And she's actually technically adopted, by the way. She was just to let you know. Uh yes. she's married to Peter. She her kids are Francisca and Elizabeth, and she is the daughter in law to Helg. Helge, right? Helge? Is that the best way to pronounce it? Helge. Helge? Helge? Yeah. Uh, In this season, she's investigated the disappearance of the missing children and uncovering a bit more. Uh, I'm going to start out here. I actually like Charlotte. She's pretty cool. She She is. is. actually one of the few characters that is actually doing her job. I mean, she does have a lot of issues uh, in this show with Peter, her husband, as we find out that Peter's not exactly the most faithful guy. And they're kind of just staying together just for appearances. Her daughter is kind of strange, Francisca. She's just like she is like a mystery yeah. tour that's not answered in this fucking season. <laughs> and I was like, "Am I missing something?"
2: And then, it's almost um, weird that I almost didn't know they were related because I was like, oh, "Is that what? her daughter?" What? Yeah. Um, I do like that she
0: is one of the stronger female protagonists, and I think she's. If there's like three main characters, it's probably Charlotte, uh, Ulrich, and. Jonas, I would say, are like kind of the main three, I'd say. Yeah, they keep recurring. Because reoccurring, yeah. and then Charlotte, even back in 1986, is already uncovering like the birds that are falling out of the sky. And, um, it's one of those things where it's already showing you that even 33 years prior, um, she was already kind of like a sleuth and trying to figure stuff out. And I actually like that because, um, a lot of the characters are confused or ignore what's happening while the whole time Charlotte, even by the end of the season, understands like, hey, there's some shit going on when she finds the old article of Ulrich, um, like, in prison for, uh, because, you know, they think he tried to, I mean, he d- tried to kill Helge, so. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Nabil, start out with you. What did you think of uh, Charlotte?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of those points. She, she definitely had her own secrets, and it was kind of odd that she wasn't willing to share with her fellow uh, police officers some of the stuff that she was like plotting, um, especially with the, the one guy that uh, got his eye messed up, um, that she couldn't Which like... Which they never quite they, explained, they never by explained the way. it. It just got a messed up eye. Um, she was supposed to the roll the... Cop, bro- that,
2: uh, that's the one that Ulrich punched when... Um, but we what didn't. He was we, it was about. never like ill.
1: Ill uh, no, he punched up,
0: like, but they never tell you
2: why. Yeah,
0: about his eye, why his eyes fucked up.
2: Yeah, it's just kind of there. With a in the whole season, apparently oh, he's like I thought accident. it was because he got punched out. You're right.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah. So she doesn't really share anything that she's finding, and she's finding some really meaningful shit, and she's like piecing things together. But that I always just thought was kind of weird. I was like, aren't you trying to solve this? Why wouldn't you share it? Uh, but otherwise, like her character is good. She's she's definitely trying to figure things out, and she's taking her job seriously. And you kind of want her to solve the mystery and um, see if everything kind of clicks.
0: Yeah, you feel for her too because, like, the whole time she's um, she's still trying to like cover her ass too because yeah. she understands like her husband's probably doing some shady ass shit again. You know, right. And, like, I can feel for her on that. And I was like, oh, man, this sucks, man. Like, everybody has a problem in this show, as you soon realize. Like, there's no real good happy endings to anybody, at least in this season so far. And she's definitely the type that is... She's holding things back, but she's doing it just to be like, fuck, is, is Peter, like, doing some stuff? Or is he tied to yeah. the disappearance of the kids? Because, mm-hmm. like, his story is not matching up to anybody else's stories. And she has the fucking photo of him driving by. She's like, dumbass, I got your photo. <laughs> Uh,
2: what did you think, Marco? I really like Charlotte. She's one of my favorite characters by far. And I, I agree with you that she's one of the strongest characters in general and also the strongest female character. Like, she doesn't let any of her personal problems interfere with getting her job done or with trying to figure out what's going on. Whereas everyone else has some sort of personal issue that is interfering with them getting their head straight or causes them to do crazy shit like almost murder a kid in 1953 you know or 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 just have like random arguments or manipulate people she's the only one that's really just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and yeah she's dealing with the fact that you know her husband is a homosexual and he, you know he comes out of the closet but not really like he's not really willing to um make it public or anything for some reason that they're not really explaining and despite dealing with all that and her daughter is sort of like estranged to her because her daughter goes off and does her own thing so she's she's pretty much like alone the entire time the only person she really had that she could lean on was her partner Ulrich or her I guess her subordinate Ulrich and now he's gone off the rails because his son is missing and he's you know in her opinion, losing his mind because of all the shit that he's discovering about, you know, the the time pocket that connects all three timelines. Yeah. But I don't think she shares much information with like her other like fellow police officer because of the fact that she's seen this before back in 86. And to anyone else who hasn't experienced it or doesn't really know what the hell's going on, it would her theories and what she thinks would probably sound crazy to them because of the fact that she has that prior knowledge and she doesn't want to come off like uh you know she's the police chief she has to you know remain in command and look in yeah. control and if someone starts to question her state of mind then it would look kind of bad but uh yeah uh, I really like her um as a character and she herself is flawed too but uh, like I said she doesn't let that get in the way of business so yep did,
0: did at first I thought they were they were kind of mentioning maybe like she's kind of strange in 1986. She's not really friends with anyone. Like, she's kind of oh, a, cause she's yeah. yeah,
2: she's collecting the dead birds, and I'm like, yeah. oh, damn. When okay. that was happening, I was like, oh, shit. But she it's just kind one. of a reference to later
0: when she sees them again. And she's yeah, like, oh, she, it's the birds again. But, man, yeah. that was, I was like, man, if I saw a kid grabbing birds and put them in their back... <laughs> Dude. I'd be like, oh, that's Marco. That's the
2: weird that's kid. <laughs> that's how you get the bird flu. Oh, yeah,
0: he's the guy who wears the capes. Just keep walking. Don't talk to him. Just be nice to him. <laughs> so Fuck. yeah, it was one of those things where at first, but then it turns out she came out. She, it just, it's kind of like a clue. Like she's gonna be a, like a detective or a cop one day. Like oh okay, yeah. Weird way of showing it. Yet, she but, solves mysteries. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to the next character, Nibble. Yeah. So our next one
1: is Francisca Doppler. That is uh, Charlotte Doppler's daughter. It's portrayed by uh, Gina Alice Dybich. Uh, her occupation is she's a high school student. She's related to again. She's a daughter of Peter and Charlotte. She's a granddaughter to Helga, or Helge. <laughs> and that's um, <laughs> like she, it that take d- a while to get <laughs> used to these names.
3: Don't worry. <laughs>
1: Mysteriously, though, she she's, one of her biggest things is that she's making money in the forest. Don't really know <laughs> why. She just is there, and then suddenly there, she's got a Sorry, bunch just, of money. just the sound well, of it sounds weird. Yeah, it's
2: very weird. Well, let's connect those dots. Yeah. There's money, there's a mattress, and there's used condoms. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> uh, I think
0: she's doing massages. What do you got? It might be. <laughs> I mean, it
1: looks like a comfortable uh, mattress. Um, I mean, or she could just be selling drugs. I thought, I
0: assumed she was selling drugs, by
1: the yeah, way. Yeah, that's that's what it kind of seemed like from the beginning. Um, because, and sorry, go ahead. Deville. And on a side note, just going to say that she's actually in a relationship with another character we'll talk about in a little bit named Magnus, uh, one of the other boys she goes to school with. But yeah, so that's like the biggest thing is that we don't really know much of anything about her, um, except for she hates her little sister, um, and she does some crazy shit in the woods.
0: I don't think she hates her sister. She just gets pissed that she took her shit, basically, right? All the time. She's pretty neat. Yeah, which, by the t- way,
2: go ahead. we Sorry. never hear from the little sister again. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's a After minor character. After episode two. Yeah.
0: So, Francisca, though, is supposed to be, like, really smart, right? She's, she's supposed to be, like, a book-smart person, and that's right. why, like, Magnus brings it up. Like, oh, like, uh, the fact, straight the straight why I think kidnapping. she's selling drugs is because she's at the cave before everyone else and already found the drugs, right? Right. So I was like, "Dang, is she doing this shit on the side too?" Like, because even asks, he's like, "Are you selling this shit?" And she's like, "And she's like, it doesn't matter. Don't agree with my shit." And it's like, okay. So I don't know. I feel like there's probably gonna be more with her, obviously in season two. So I I don't have too much of an opinion on her. So it's really down yeah. to like she's just she's there when this shit goes down, but she's not she's not a huge character. In not
1: yeah, she doesn't add a lot for the season. I think. What 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 do you think, Marco? Beyer?
2: no, yeah, I, I agree uh, that that she's just there she's you know there to kind of i guess at the beginning she was there to kind of add conflict to the younger kids to the high school kids because for some reason they don't like her because she's book smart and possibly because her mom is the chief of police she is. and that, yeah. I think that's the only reason that they probably don't like her but which is weird because i mean Everyone seems to be, you know, okay with, like, Ulrich and his family being a cop, so I don't it's like, know. It's like, that's your, that's your, Magnus, that's your dad's boss. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, she's just kind of there, like you guys said. There's some mystery to her, but they're not really revealing it yet in this season, and we never really know, like, where she gets the money or why she needs the money if her mom's the chief of police, and... Her, you know, you her think dad. it's like
0: her acting out against like the stereotype of what she is? Basically, she's like, "I'm a bad girl." See, probably Maybe. she's Can trying you? to save up to I leave. Maybe strict, she's like, straight "I need a ballerina money. I mean, and, she's saying know, that's a, why yeah. she's leaving. Mm-hmm. She said she doesn't because she wants to leave. But I'm like, okay, you're gonna need a little more than that. <laughs> well,
2: so. she just doesn't like her hometown, which you know makes sense. She's like, "We it's got motherfuckers time and- traveling in this bitch." <laughs> She, I mean, she could be. Maybe she knows more than than we're
0: led to believe. Maybe she does. Yeah, you never know. Uh, so overall, you thought the same thing though, too, Nabil. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like not much I said, not
1: much going on with her for this, at least for this season. So, uh, Marco, who,
2: who else we got? All right. Uh, next, we have Peter Doppler, who is the husband of Charlotte Doppler and the father of Francesca Doppler. So in 2019, he's portrayed by Stefan Campworth. And his occupation is a therapist, actually. So, he's related to um, Helgi. He's a son to Helgi. And, as I said, he's the father of Francesca. And he's married to um, Charlotte. Uh, they also have a small daughter, Elizabeth, who, like I said, disappears after episode <laughs> two. <We> never <laughs> yeah. hear from her again. Not actually Even though despair, her little she boyfriend st- stops like up. sort of disappears. And then everyone's like, okay, it's over. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well... You tried. So in this season, it turns out that he's actually a closet homosexual. And he occasionally has an on and off relationship with a a trans prostitute, Benny. And he's the one who actually finds the body of Mads. So he also appears to know more than he lets on. Uh, James mentioned earlier that Charlotte had questioned Peter about being on the road during the disappearance of uh, Mikkel. And he sort of just kind of denies it, despite the fact that she has the picture with his license plate on it. I think there's a bit of a mystery on him, like where he actually is from. The, which... See, that's why I think he knows, because, like, why else would he hide the fact that he was on the road during the disappearance of Mickle and everything like that? Like, Well, it's... he
0: hides that because he was going to see Benny. Remember that scene where he's waiting? True, but Benny and then he also l-
2: says that... He that Peter hadn't been around for a while because yeah, because
0: Peter never got out of the car. He only stayed in the parking lot. He saw her from a distance and drove off. Yeah, and then th- that's why that happened right before. So that's why she's like he actually had him, but he you know, and that's why he went back and he started praying in his yeah. in the bunker. And then that's when the body of Mad showed up, and he was like, "What the fuck?" Right? And yeah. So for the most part, we don't know a lot about Peter. We just know that he's you know
1: and, well, and we really don't know what he knows because. He always looks like he's finding out something for the first time, and some shit happens to him, and he That's wants true. to share, and then it's like he doesn't.
0: I want to say at the end of the season where he's where he calls um, uh, Charlotte, and he's trying to tell her. I think he's trying to tell her that he found the body of Matt. That's what I was thinking. Too, right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. That's the only thing. And she just, you know, at this point, she's like, "Fuck you!" And just, I'm, she's doing her own thing, so she hangs up on him. Like he's like, "Okay, fuck you too." And you know, yeah. so it's like one of those. But yeah, uh, he's a bit. Mysterious I'm assuming we're gonna find out more about his origins and who his mom might be, so uh quickly here we have HD Townhouse is in our next one. In nineteen fifty three he is portrayed by Arn Clawitter, nineteen eighty six Christian Stayer. He's a clockmaker and an author of the book A Journey Through Time. He's the grandfather to Charlotte and he advises the stranger and Claudia. Basically, he's building a time-traveling device in this season. We once again a very mysterious character. How does he know how to build this thing? He gets plans from Claudia in the future to do it, and it's. I, I'm assuming there's way more to this character, but All right. we only get glimpses of him. And his book is an inspiration, and several characters at several times behind them have the book. So I'm assuming he has many theories of time travel, and, and most of the centers, ones that have it
2: are, yeah. have have time travel themselves too. Exactly,
0: which is kind of cool right i think that's kind of an easter egg like okay so i'm assuming there's a bigger connection between them on that so who knows i we don't get to know a lot about this character at all he's really in only in a few scenes plus some voiceovers i guess you might say and um i will say chris astaire has a cool voice i thought he was very for i mean obviously i can't judge a german accent or anything but <laughs> it was on point bro i was like he's making me feel like this mystery's opening up wider <laughs> and uh the design of the the time machines are really cool by the way i really like that yeah the apparently whole, all yeah. you need is okay. a cell
2: phone in order to finish it
0: that and the uh, <laughs> plutonium shit or whatever the fuck it was and <laughs> <laughs> Endotropos- yeah, yeah whatever it was but yeah i don't i don't know i don't really have too much of an opinion on him though so
1: I mean, he seems like an interesting character, but we just don't get much to (laughs) be interested in. Yeah, we don't
0: get much,
2: man. Yeah. No, just the future of him also, future version of him kind of seems like he knows more than he's letting on to. Yeah.
0: And I think that's a lot of people in the future like, is he a time traveler? But I know definitely in 1953, he's like, what the fuck's going on? So. Well, the next one is Burn Doppler.
1: He is shown... um, Two time periods, 1953, played by Anatoly Taubman and 1986 by Michael Mindy. He's, uh, he's actually the founder and the first director of the big central uh, issue that's revolving around this town, which is a uh, winded nuclear power plant, which may be the source of all the conspiracies. Um, <coughs> he's a father to Helga mm-hmm. and a husband to Greta, grandfather to Pia,
0: Peter, Sorry. Pizza. Whoa, you started using an accent there. <laughs> <laughs> for such a Chagrin Chagrin. Uh,
1: he starts a tradition of basically keeping the secrets about the power plant. He's, he's been yeah. very hush about it. You don't learn a lot about this man either. Uh, nope. <laughs> he's just in charge of the power plant. He's a parent. And uh, that's really all you know about it. Like He, he obviously is hiding shit. But nothing's really discussed um, of the stuff that he knows or what's going on. At least he's really worried about his
2: son disappearing. At least, yeah, at a certain point he
0: was. He actually he he cares for Helgi. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you can tell, even when like Helgi's uh, being belittled by his mom about because she's a, like a neat freak and she's over the top. Even he's like he even glances at her at one point. It's like this bitch, right? Right. And obviously, from 1953 to 1986, something has happened because he's he's a much different character when he's, he's kind of like over. a bully,
1: optimistic about the yeah. future of the city and the nuclear power. And then fast forward to 1986, and he's definitely a bit more cynical about everything
0: because something has happened to he like he's literally telling um, Claudia right, who's taking right. over, like, hey, you can create your own story now because mm-hmm. of these barrels full of fucking shit. Like, I'm tired of like he's like. Got to keep hiding this stuff because if they found out, and like, they don't quite even tell you exactly everything. You yeah, you no. assume
1: that what they're hiding is nuclear waste, but maybe it's something more.
0: Who knows? I kept thinking there were bodies in there. I was like,
1: are there oh, bodies really? in there?
2: Yeah, that's Once what again, I was I, thinking. I, I was like, why else would they be inclined to like hide that? I mean,
1: they're doing shady shit. They can't be dumping the nuclear waste to the local water supply. Well, see,
0: I was going, going with the poor aspect. Cost. I get it, Bill. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're greedy. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's we like, don't want to pay them
0: fees. They put a door in there, okay? They didn't think no one's gonna fuck with that door. They're like, hey, get out of here. That's a time traveling device. <laughs> uh I will say too that uh he kind of actually I don't know if this is like on purpose, but he he blames those murders on the coal miners as yeah, a way of like thinking, oh the fucking coal miners must have killed these people and planted them here to make but it. But I look think bad at that and... time he believed that though. Yeah. But you know, definitely because... by eighty six he's He fully can't walk by then, because in a 53, he's already limping, I guess. it's. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's a war wound or something, and by 86, he's wheelchair-bound, so... Or maybe because he's had exposure to the... Radiation. The waste, just like how Claudia finds out, or uh, Claudia's daughter finds out she's been around it too long, and it's, like, cancer, and it's, like... I think that's also something kind of hinting at the future stuff, so... Um... For the most part, you know, not much, but uh, he does... He does factor into the story, I'll say.
2: Yeah. Okay. And the next character is Helgi Doppler, who is portrayed by Tom Phillips in 1953, by Peter Schneiger in 1986, and by Herman Bayer in 2019. So his occupation is he's a guard at the nuclear power plant in 1986 and in modern times in 2019. He is in a nursing home where he continuously tries to escape and time travel. Um, he's uh, related to um, Greta and Bernard. He's their son, and he's also the father. Father, I almost said father. father. You're doing That's it too now. It. The father of He Peter. loves
0: gold.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, father-in-law to Charlotte and grandfather to Francisca and Elizabeth. So what's he doing in the season? He's working closely with the mysterious Noah, and he's working with him for most of his life and committed crimes ordered by Noah himself, that shady priest. Uh, and his older self realizes his mistakes and is now trying to stop himself back in 86, but it doesn't seem to be working thus far. So, yes, he seems to believe whatever it is Noah told him or showed shows him because Noah tends to tell people which i'm assuming this is just a theory he's telling them like their future or events that are going to happen and once they happen exactly as noah described then they then he gains their trust and that's probably what happened to helgi and why he's doing it for noah he's also Mm -hmm. doing it for much other reasons but now knows that noah is full of shit and has ulterior motives um he obviously knows about the time traveling because he's you know using it back and forth, trying to right his wrongs. But that's uh, pretty much all we know aside from the fact that he was kidnapped uh, back in 53 by Ulrich and was brutalized in the face with a rock. And that's how he got his deformity on the left side of his face. So yeah, he's obviously deeply connected to the power plant and the whole like, Time machine that people like are utilizing for, or some people utilizing for their own um, motives. But that's all we know about Helgi. What do you guys think? Yeah, he's uh, he's basically the fucking bad guy's uh, henchman, I guess, if you want to look
0: at it that way. I I almost was thinking, last like, did did he suffer like brain damage? I'm after sure Hulk he fucked did. him up, right? I'm sure, he because he's. He, he I'm not slow. trying to. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but. In 86, he seems kind of slow, right? Yeah, and he sense? was already, like,
1: having trouble learning as a kid And when you see him in 53. Um, so, so he was
0: easily manipulated is what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. I think Noah easily tricked him into helping him because Noah
2: needed somebody that could, you know, do his follow blindly, and help him yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... He, and I think it's a culmination of or a combination of that, and also maybe the time traveling has fucked him up too. I we think don't so because by he's
0: 2019, he's he's like he's a crazy person. Like every, yeah. I mean, but he is saying stuff where I think finally in 2019 he realizes like oh, I should have never kidnapped those kids, and like all this stuff happened because of me. I can still stop them, and you kind of feel for him because like even Egon, one of the police officers later in '86. Highly suspects Helgi that he has something to do with it because he, his <laughs> yeah. story doesn't even match up, and he writes something down that later on Ulrich is like, "Why did he write down? He didn't go through the he went through the forest instead, and like it makes no sense." Yeah, he took the long way
2: rather than the shortest ju- way this yeah. yeah. and,
0: and it's so weird. His dad is the fucking director of the nuclear power plant, and Helgi is he's a security guard there. Like, yeah, and he obviously he just got the hookup. No, not at all, and it, nope. you can tell he. he I felt like they were trying to lean on like he's not a very bright person.
2: And he's he's easily one of the most sympathetic, if not the most sympathetic character. Oh, Alderman, I felt bad like, for him because that, yeah, yeah, because he like you said he's been a pawn this entire time, his entire almost yeah. his entire life. He's just been like a pawn for Noah and for other people, and now he's finally trying to do something like of his own yeah. free will.
0: Damn, and I was like, damn, Ulrich, you're a cop and you can't kill someone. I know the he rock. failed pretty hardly. Was, like, it was it was pretty bad. Christ. Just I mean <laughs> strangle him
2: now, bro. What are you doing? I was like, man, I was brutal. Dude, that was <laughs> fucked, pretty that. fucking dark. That's pretty brutal though. I was like, holy yeah. shit, dude. Oh I didn't God. think they'd go there. And I'm like, oh, no. They and are. And then he got yeah.
1: yeah, then he got caught too and it's like not a good cop. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what a fucking moron. He took he the main him. road. I'm like, mm. come on, dude. Covered in blood. I was like, isn't a little
0: river you could just wipe yourself down in.
2: He's supposed to know that town, too. He's a cop. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next character.
0: We're going to get to a different family here, finally, guys. So, we're doing the toddlers now. We promise we'll uh, keep the pace going here. Uh, we have Hannah Conwald, portrayed in 1986 by Ellie, 2019 by Maya Schoen? Uh, Maya Schoen? Maya Schoen? Maya Maya yes. Maya Uh Maja. She's a massage therapist, of course. Uh, She is related by she's the mother to Jonas, a widow to Michael, and she's the daughter-in-law to Ines. Uh, What's she doing this season? She's actually doing quite a few things. She's having an affair with Ulrich, and being mischievous is all fuck. She also (laughs) blackmails Alexander to ruin Ulrich's life by the end of the season, which is crazy. Which is Um,
2: fucked up because his life is already kind of ruined right now. Yeah. like yeah. what more I could have to she say, do to this guy?
0: Hannah comes off as a likable character. No, maybe not. Not even. Kind of. Kind in of feel you, sorry for her at first. Yeah, at yeah first because you sympathize yeah. with her. But she literally was the one character. Every time when I was watching it, I just had a grin on my face. I was like, "You crazy ass bitch!" <laughs> like she she has a thing for Ulrich when she's fourteen. Finds out that you know Ulrich is being nice to her, and even then she like she like fucking tells the cops that he raped someone yeah, and he's in trouble for that and then even when she almost gets caught with that she blames it on someone else who gets picked on because of the process and then even later on she, she comes, I mean I'm just, I mean obviously her husband died but she's hooking up with Ulrich what three or four months later? Yeah not too long and later. then on top of that she's kind of like blaming him for it when uh, Kath- Katerina like approaches her and she's like he and like just spewing hello lies it's insane and like she mentions to him like when he cuts it off she's like i'm not gonna let you go and i was like dang i was like thinking of Marco. I was like it's a level 10 clinger on this one bro <laughs> 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 been there no i'm just kidding <laughs> someone help me
3: someone help me this bitch crazy Send and home.
1: i'm not
0: even trying to say that in a bad way but she is definitely like I was telling Nabilis, she's a character that thinks she deserves way more than she actually puts in. And does that make sense? And, like, she can't accept that well, this is how life is, and you know... She hates I her know, life. I no, I mean, she, hates, she definitely hates her life. Yeah. You can tell. She, she loves her son, but she's definitely in a position where she's still looking out for herself, which is kind of selfish, if that makes sense.
1: Especially... especially
0: uh, considering the events that have happened. Yeah, you know
1: especially like being in her late 40s, early 50s, and, like, this is, I guess... I don't know if she's just upset with how things worked out but she's not with the man that she wanted i guess and is not living the life that she wants to live and she's just terribly upset with everything and is out to just have a vendetta against this man um, whether it's justified or not, and doesn't really care about anybody else in this instance of oh how everybody feels and super manipulative uh towards everybody around her, which is oh which God. is really the, crazy.
0: The ending with Alexander too, and I was like, yeah. Good God, his son's yeah. missing for fuck's sake. I was like, Jesus Christ. That shows you she's kinda of, she's pretty is she the most one of the most evil characters in the in the show? And she's pretty
1: petty, let's just say that much.
0: Yeah, I yeah, that's probably what I'd say. Uh
2: yeah. what about yeah, you? Yeah. Marco? Um I'm just gonna say it. I don't like Hannah at first. Like I said, I you know sympathize with her. She's a widow. She's you know having to deal with like Jonas and the way he's coping with his father's death and him being. I, I know, agree.
0: I tried to. I tried as well, as Marco, to
2: be like, okay, let me yeah. try to see from her point. But then I was like, oh yeah, fuck, her son no. got sent to like a, you know, a a mental institution because he had a mental breakdown and whatnot. Um, and she mentioned that she can barely keep up with her bills and she's barely making ends meet. And then you start to see that since she was a little girl, she had been, you know, manipulative and such a piece of shit. With how she accused Ulrich of being a yeah. rapist, yeah, how she blamed Regina for that, and that's so fucked up what she did to Regina, man. Like I felt so bad, and, and that's why that's why they're so fucking mean to I her. Loved, I loved, like, dude. I loved when Alexander showed up and was like, fuck off. And, like, pulled that gun out. Because I was just like, thank you. <laughs> Even though, like, they were... <laughs> it was so random, bucketed. though. I was yeah. like, where the <laughs> fuck did this guy come from? <laughs> that dude is so well-casted, too. Uh, was like, nice mullet, video. bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, she, she did that. And there's really no explanation as to why. Like, I don't know if they're going to flesh that out later on in the show. In season two or three. Because there's there's no motive for that other than she's just doing it out of spite and for personal gain but for but there's nothing behind that like maybe if they show more of that then I could kind of feel more like sorry for her but I I, I don't I'm just like you're just do one evil thing after another then she tries to be all over Ulrich and in a sense try like clingy like like James said and like almost stalkerish showing up bringing food and stuff. Dude, she literally is at the door showing she's up with like, her bike yeah, okay. and then asking for a ride and then later on says that oh no i i'm the one that cut, that cut off the the uh, the affair. <sighs> she's um, like he told Alrick me he, doesn't she, love she you, lo- he loved you he left me and yeah, he wanted to leave like, you and is, i said that was crazy. The, I was like wow. I was like he's already lost wild. everything. Like he, they already had a big fight like <laughs> Ulrich already had a fight with his wife and they're already like probably their marriage is probably already over. And she just, yeah you know, has the killing blow right there and then goes to Alexander and says ruin him even more. I was like, w- like I said, what else could you do to this guy? I was if, like, damn, the German, the well, the Germans do it, bro. They do it right. It, and and now, like, what else do, th- does she have to take from him? Like, I guess his career. I don't know. But yeah, because Alexander just, has
0: uh, the one eye, uh, I keep forgetting his fucking name. The dude with the one eye is like his
2: uh, contact in the police force. Yeah. The, uh, so but obviously she's almost,
0: something's going to happen there.
2: Uh, Torbin, sorry. I may be jumping the gun at, at this one, but she's almost as evil as Noah. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> She's not quite. From a different perspective, perspective like. I guess she's just like, a shitty she person. Hasn't, no, no, she hasn't Noah's kidnapped or killed anyone yeah. yet. No, so. I know, but she she does ruin people's lives. Like she's not a good person. Noah no. does permanent damage, but she still does damage. Like yeah. it's just she's still, you know, a, a thorn in in that community. But they haven't really explained why, and I want to know. But until then, I'm like, I don't really like you until I know. Yeah, because yeah. no one's told me.
0: Hopefully, they somewhat redeemer later i hope but i don't know so yeah well
1: moving on uh we've got her son jonas conwald uh so he's betrayed by lewis hoffman uh in 2019 but is also betrayed by another character called the stranger which is andreas peachman so there's two jonases running around in the world um, yes he's a high by school student that
0: that is that is a and once again spoiler yeah, spoiler like, yeah. he's the stranger yeah.
1: and uh jonas is i'd say arguably the main character of this whole thing he's he's related to uh hannah he's the son of hannah and michael uh grandson of grandson of enos technically he's also <laughs> the grandson to katerina and oh kind of like yeah. on a different side He's the nephew to Magnus and Martha. So, you know, he's got a whole fucked up gene pool.
0: Yeah, it was like, uh, weird, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and his whole arc is that, so his younger self is trying to figure out the whole time travel aspect of what's going on and why his father killed himself. He does learn the truth about who Michael slash Mickle is. His older self is trying to stop this time loop that has been causing havoc, especially in 2019, apparently. But it is actually, we find out near the end... Uh, in the process of trying to stop the time loop, is actually the one creating it.
0: Again, very, very Matrix uh, yeah. Reloaded like, right? That's like Visa V, baby. Everybody's repeating the, repeat Bill the same set just his cyclical. mustache
2: again. What a twist!
0: <laughs> 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 what if he is the cause? <laughs> it's
1: it's so weird, Jonas, his character, because when I when I first saw him, I was like, obviously he's got some kind of importance in here. He seems like the the main character from the get go. But I was like, he just that bring yellow everything. jacket's got to yeah, mean something. Standing out. But as I, as I continue to watch him and him learning more, I'm like, this guy, though he still doesn't have a lot of depth as a character, the, his motivations seem to be more and more kind of like humbling on what he's trying to do. Because he just realizes how fucked up everything is. And he's like, I just want to fix this. This isn't, this isn't right. Kind of thing. And I do kind of yeah. like that aspect of knowing that what he's going to do, you know, he's trying to bring his, essentially his father Back into the present time to fix the timeline, knowing that he'll end up killing himself. Uh, maybe that he was willing to do that just to fix everything, so the world isn't as crazy as it is. Which I thought was kind of uh, humble, Uh idiotic. He had no idea what he's doing, but he's different. Like trying. butterfly effect. Stop. Yeah, right. but he was trying. He was trying to fix
0: the world. Yeah, he's a cool. He's a cool guy. He's yeah. he's relatable. I think he's probably like you said, the main or one of like I said, one of three main characters with uh, the storylines going uh, with each other, but um, I liked it. I liked that the stranger... Uh, did you guys know that it was him?
2: I started to kind of theorize it when Jonas started to put his hood up, and I was like, huh. I was like, he's wearing his hood up, none of the other characters are doing it, and the stranger does. I wonder if he's a stranger. Yeah. yeah. and like, I, I realized it, it when he stops him in 1986,
0: and he's like, don't do it, and I was like, shit, that's him. Mm-hmm. Like, So then I was like, okay, that makes sense. But, yeah, that yeah. was cool. And then the whole, like, aspect of him, like, thinking he's fixing it and he's going to, like, the townhouse to try to fix the time machine that he has and creating it was, like, obviously this, this is, probably opens up in season two and three, I'm assuming, and uh with what's going on with it. So that's pretty cool. Like, it's like, okay, so he needs to – but he's also the guy that's learning all about the time travel. So he's kind of yeah. the – um surrogate like viewer i guess in a way so like this is how it happens and this is why it happens every so often and the older version is like you have to stay here now we already had this conversation and i like that part so
2: that was cool yeah i agree he's one of the most sympathetic characters you feel for him with everything he's gone through just you know losing his father then only to find out that he's living in a grandfather paradox where oh shit like um Mikkel is well in a sort of grandfather paradox because Mikkel little kid is his father and then Magnus like is Terminator for 2 him. what the fuck right I know it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um, is that John Connor what the hell that would also mean that Ulrich is his freaking grandfather which is freaking nuts which means his then- grandfather is sleeping with his mother Yes. Yeah. E- his grandfather's sleeping. No, <laughs> not blood related. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah not fine. blood related, but still. Um, then, Katharina is his is also his grandmother. Uh, aside from his existing grandmother. Yep. Um, he had a crush on his aunt and made out with her twice. Uh, possibly even more we don't know what happened the oh, I feel summer. like
1: he's done more than just made out of this the, the,
2: the whole my boy my boy, my boy got to second base probably <laughs> I feel like Lewis Hoffman does a really good with what he has like I said the the one thing that this show suffers from is a lot of characters fit into like one single season which is necessary for the story but the characters suffer because you don't it's like I don't really connect to many of the characters but I do feel for some of them if that makes sense like yeah. I feel Bad for some of them, and I feel animosity towards others. Jonas is one of the ones I really feel like kind of bad for because he's realizing all this shit and what it does to him. I mean, you gotta from, think
0: like Jonas shouldn't
2: exist basically. Really. No, he's yeah, he sh- yeah. So and then like got the bill fixed,
0: said, he would disappear. I mean, like, yeah, I'm just thinking back to the future, like the picture would start like, oh no, I'm not in the photo anymore, and, like, you know. yeah,
2: whereas the goal is to you know appear in the picture, his goal is to disappear. Yeah, and like the bill said, he was willing to make that sacrifice and stuff. But it it seems like that isn't the solution, and that it repeats the the time loop because when the you know, when we find out when the stranger tries to do it or future Jonas, that that is what creates the time loop too or keeps it in perpetual motion. But it it's kind of like just kind of fucked up knowing that he will forever be traveling through time. Like, Quantum Leap, like, Sam in Quantum <laughs> <laughs> Leap, just trying to fix shit. I'm like, oh, no, he Quantum Leaped himself. He's not he's not ever going to escape this loop unless, like, they figure you. out a way to do it. Fucking
0: remind me of the Matrix, bro. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. He's like, Visa, um, You have to do he's this He's destined again. to
2: always be the stranger for the rest of his life until, like, uh, someone breaks the whole, like, process. And up next, we have Ines Conwald. Uh, portrayed by Lena Erzendowski in 1953 and Poley uh, in 1986 and Angela Winkler in 2019. And that was by far the easiest of all those names. I you nailed <laughs> the first <laughs> one too. I was like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her occupation is a hospital nurse. And who is she related to? Well, she's the adoptive mother of Michael, AKA Mikel, And she's mother-in-law to Hannah and grandmother to Jonas or at least one of his grandmothers, because this is all kind of really fucked up, for Jonas at least. Uh, what's she doing in this season? So she adopts Mikkel when she realizes she has a connection to him, and she sort of tends to believe that he is from the future. So when Mikkel appears and he starts to uh, feel like comfortable talking to, to her, she starts to kind of believe what it is that he's saying and the fact that he is not from... 1986 after all
0: to a point i do
2: feel yeah to a point i do feel that sometime between 86 and 19 she learns more than meets the eye like she i feel like yeah yeah and i don't know all these could be red herrings that maybe some of these characters who are mysterious know more and some of them don't because they want to keep us you know on the edge of our seats but it feels like because she's more inclined to believe michael aka michael that she is kind of, like, aware that something is not right, and maybe, like, she does know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think to be I mean, you don't get
1: too much of an arc with her, really, t- except for that, that she, she's the adopted mother, and she takes him in, and she apparently had lost a child earlier on, and so probably wasn't going to be able to have another one. It's what they set mm-hmm. up it to be. And, yeah, she builds this connection with him, and finds a little bit of truth but i think really just ultimately because you find a connection with him wanted to be his mother and uh that's how she is I, from from what i can see at least there wasn't anything more deeper behind it than that she's always just been a mother to him from the start
0: yeah she's she's hands down the nicest person in this entire show yeah uh she has a connection to him she thinks his uh imagination's running wild well, because she sees the comic books as like future man or some shit she's like right. oh he must be connected yeah. to that but Bro, I would have been like, do you remember any lotto numbers from this year at all? <laughs> <laughs> or any, what team wins the fucking Super Bowl? going bet be it all on. Fuck, yeah. man. I would have been like, hey, I mean, do you remember that? I mean, just, you know. Just, <laughs> just let, I mean, just if let me know. If you're from the future, make
2: mommy fuck, or I guess cup. if you're in Germany, the World Cup. Like, who wins the World Cup? Yeah, I'll, put, I'll
0: put my whole salary on this shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where she, she I think she does know by 2019 because she hides the letter. Um, from, uh, the family after Michael hangs himself. So she obviously, I think by then she understands like, yeah, he's, he wasn't a normal kid. So, but yeah. Uh, next character is a kind of a minor one too. Tront Nelson, uh, Nielsen. He's portrayed by Josiah Marlin in 1953, Felix Kramer in 1986 and Walter Cray in 2019. He's a journalist and in 86, he has quite the mustache by the way. <laughs> uh, he is the son to Agnes. He is the husband of Jaina. He's the father to Ulrich and Mads. What's he doing this season? What's she? He has an on and off affair with Claudia. It appears like they've had one for quite some time. Uh, when he arrives in Winnin in 1953 with his mom, he has like burn marks on his arms. I'm assuming yeah. that's like an abusive father. Look like cigar or cigarette burns. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, he is contacted by Peter when Mad's body comes out and he starts kind of understanding that something's going on, he doesn't quite understand it. But they're sitting in there and just like, how the hell is this possible? And even he's starting to hide the truth because like he has the sweater with blood on it. He's like, holy shit, you know? Uh, we don't really learn a lot about him. I, he has he's he's cheating on his wife, you know, and I think that kind of bleeds into Ulrich's lifestyle eventually and uh, trying to find happiness somewhere. And I I think in 53 he actually has a much better connection with claudia when he meets her and that's what you almost think like they were going to be together anyways so that's maybe probably his like true love and stuff like that but he ends up mm-hmm. with uh Jaina instead so uh not too much about him that's all we really know so far so
2: what about you guys i mean
1: yeah there really isn't much to say about him at this point
2: yeah yeah uh, we'll learn more about him in the next couple seasons we'll see what he knows and what he doesn't know and what other mystery, crazy shit is hiding behind his closet. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up is Jana Nielsen. She is portrayed by three different characters as well. I'm in 1953 by Rika Sindler in 1986. Anna Libinsky in 2019. Taja Siept. She's, uh, we don't really know what she does. As far as we can tell, she's always just kind of been a homemaker. Um, but she's Tranta's wife. Um, she's also the mother of Ulrich and Matt and is a grandmother to Magnus, uh, Martha, and Mikkel. Uh, she's kind of, <laughs> she's just for the whole season. There's not much to her. I yeah, know. She goes crazy. She right? just kind Casey of seems but. crazy throughout the whole season. We don't really get a lot of depth from her either. I mean, when you get, you first introduced her, I think it's like in episode 3 or 4 or something like that. And she just Ulrich visits her and you could tell it does not want to be around her and she just seems kind of off a rocker and talking a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, yeah. He she does give a little bit more exposition throughout the series uh, or the season uh, to him about things that maybe should have been mentioned about uh, 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 her father uh, or uh, Oryx's father. She's, but
0: yeah, she's she's aware that he was with Claudia I think, yeah. the night that Mads was missing, but exactly. she lies to the cops about it. Yeah, so that's then, about as far as her character goes. Though, that's really. the first time
1: you get any real depth from her. is <laughs> right there. Yeah, and then it leaves to be a bit of a mystery.
0: She's a mess, though. Not, like, for instance, Mikel Mike. God damn, is it Mikkel? Now when she slaps uh, Egon
2: for fucking with Ulrich.
0: I like that, yeah. too. She's like, stop <laughs> fucking with my son. But yeah. when she, she meets uh, Michael uh, when he comes back, and she's, she thinks he looks very, I guess, apparently, we don't ever get to see what Mads looks like, but apparently they look very similar. So that's why she thinks it's him at first when right, he comes yeah. in, because he's like, this is my house. He's like, she's like, what? And she's already, like, really out of it by then. So, yeah, yeah i not much to say about
2: her, though. Okay, and the next character is Katharina Nielsen. Uh, she's portrayed by uh, Nellie Trebs in 1986 and Jordis Trebel in 2019. So you guys I uh, Did I? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I feel like I botched mm-hmm. those two, man. You both are doing great. I'm the only one struggling here. <laughs> it's tough, man. Some of these I'm just like, just mm, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to pronounce my words. Pronunciation. <laughs> Her occupation is uh, high school principal for Winden. And who is she related to? Well, she's Ulrich's wife. Uh, she's mother to Magnus, and she's also mother to Martha and Mikkel. And she also happens to be technically the grandmother to, <laughs> grandmother <laughs> to Jonas. Jonas, sorry. Jonas, yeah. Um, Jacob. <laughs> who the fuck? Yeah. Is Jacob? <laughs> I, don't I don't know,
0: man. All these I don't G- know. names, sorry.
2: Yeah, so she's uh, Jonas' grandmother, but uh, she doesn't really know yet. Um, or will she know? So what's she doing in this season? She's figuring out that Ulrich is cheating on her, and she's also kind of going a little crazy over the disappearance of Mikkel. Um, so, again, this has to do with like writing of characters and stuff, but I'd, I wish they would have like fleshed her out a little bit more and also like wrote her off a little bit more and not like, I understand that she's like losing her mind because she, she doesn't know what's going on with her son. Then she finds out that her husband's being unfaithful, but she, she has a bit of a temper problem and you could even tell in 1986 when like she's picking fights with people and she, you know, threatens Hannah at first and then she freaking picks on, um, Regina as well, even even after um she finds out that uh it was lies by Hannah, apparently, that Regina never accused Ulrich of being a rapist. Um and then she bursts into um into the the police chief, um, Charlotte's office and she's, you know, slamming the desk and stuff like that. So she she goes through these, you know, uh, Wild mood swings throughout the entire season. And again, understandable, but I just, again, I I wish they would have written it a little better. Um, They just sort of have her a little too, like, unhinged. And I mean, and she's not the only one, too. Like, I I have my qualms with Ulrich, too, and we'll get to that when when we get to his character. But um, that's pretty much it. She's just running around with her head spinning around on a swivel, just trying to figure out why her fucking life is falling apart all of a sudden um hopefully we get more from her in season 2 and 3 and hopefully the writing is better but um i just at times i feel bad for Katharina and at other times i'm just like dude you really need to freaking you need to chill you you also have like um other children to worry about too you know well i think that's whatever. like her
1: whole thing is that you know you you kind of get sympathetic with her as an adult because of all the shit that's going on and they kind of portray her as like she's a working mom she's a school teacher or principal um and she's you know trying to take care of shit while her husband's out being a police officer or whatever but then you see her when she's younger and you're like oh i hate her <laughs> she's a terrible yeah, person
0: like,
2: <laughs> katharina's a yeah. fucking bully yeah she I mean think, yeah she is and that still carries yeah. on to like the present time. I think one of my only favorite parts with her is when she holds Martha during Martha's play, which is a really great scene. It's one of my favorite scenes of of the first season and and not her and hugging but like the entire play and stuff and like how it's how it's shot. But um I think that was really like the only time I really felt like bad for her. Yeah. As aside from that I was just sort of like Fucking chill, dude. Well, and then she like beat the crap out of Regina, so you know. <laughs> oh, God, which was unnecessary, man. God, God I, I, she was but Once, ag-
0: once again, though, she was. She got. Um, she. Per- I mean, it's hard to break it down. For her. I feel like we're she gonna learn more. Easily... I, I didn't think the writing's bad on her. Yeah. I think it worked for her because it shows like in '86 she's a terrible person, and then 2019 she's the high school principal. So I was trying to but... switch it around on you a bit, right? True, so, but it shows that like, she's never she, she
2: hasn't learned her lesson from that the fact that people she'll believe whatever anyone tells her. She believed that lie that freaking Hannah told her back then and then she's believing the to bullshit a point. that Hannah's her now. Or
0: maybe Hannah just knows how to manipulate Katharina correctly, man, cuz she doesn't believe Ulrich like at all. She she suspects he's cheating from like day 1. Like she, she finds the hair, out su- when he said he was she,
2: suspended, she, <laughs> I think, and yeah, then.
0: she smells the thing too, and that she smells Hannah later on too, so she she's on the trail. She suspects something's that yeah. going on. So also the chick shows up at her fucking house, like oh my god, what are you with doing? With food though, with food. I didn't think you were cooking. Hannah, get the fuck <laughs> out of here with your fucking bike. Oh, <laughs> well, good luck biking back to your house by yourself, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but yeah, she's hell of mean in eighty six. She's still. I mean, she has a lot. Of, she has three kids. I know she's being a mother about it, and she's, you know, her youngest is missing. And uh, then she finds out on top of that, Ulrich, like, her life's falling apart. Like, I, so I I, I can sympathize with it. Like, and then that's happening, and then he comes out, and I then think, Hannah shows up and starts saying all this other shit. It's like, oh, my fucking God. So right. Like, I
2: think, again, I think her character suffers from, like, again, too many characters, not en- enough time for more exposition on her character. And hopefully, again, that changes in the next couple yeah. seasons. So maybe my opinion of her will, will change when when it comes to that. But from season one, I was just like, uh oh, not having it."
0: Uh, going into it, uh, I'll do, I'm gonna do two. Mads Nielsen. We you never see what this dude looks like. He he's he's uh Ulrich's brother that goes missing in '86, and his body turns up in 2019. He, he went missing at the age of 12. So you
2: no, know, there's the there picture with him and Ulrich when they were young. And yeah, but there's is. no like, real Michael actor
0: attached it. to it. He's not in any <laughs>
2: database, so it's it's a nobody. No, true. No, it's I thought it was the same dude playing Mikkel playing him. No,
1: this is no. a different one. This is Ulrich's son. D- or oh, not Ulrich's son, um brother. Oh
2: yeah, you're right. No, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a different guy. Uh so getting to Ulrich Nielsen, he's probably one of the other main characters I'd say here. In nineteen eighty six he is portrayed by Luger Bokelman. 2019, Oliver Masuk, uh, Masuki,
1: Masuki, Masuki?
0: Masuki? Masuki, Fuck, man, that's a. Uh, is he Italian? Sorry. Uh, his occupation is police officer. Son of Tron and Chena husband to Katharina, father to Martha, Magnus, and Mikkel. What's he doing this season? He's having a affair with Hannah. Tries to figure out where My- Mikkel went. Attempts to kill Helg. Helgi, God, I'm butchering these fucking so names. <laughs> That's fine. In 1953, and he's at the end of the season. He is arrested and stuck in 1953. He is uh, also the doppelganger of Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> he's also the, the, the <laughs> doppelganger of any evil German guy you've ever seen in any 1990s movie. Uh, he. Uh, surprisingly, I I, I started not liking him because you know right off the bat he's just having an affair. Like, man, fuck this guy, but. He's got so much shit going on. It's almost like I, I, I could, to a point, like, he, like his brother went missing, then now his son, no one believes him. He finds out about time travel as well. Um, he doesn't make the best, like, moves in 1953, but, I, I mean, would I have made anything different? Maybe if you knew, if you can kill one person, it's kind of like that question, like, if you could kill Hitler as a baby, would you? Or would it yeah. sh- stop time? But he's not successful in killing Helgi, and... Therefore, it looks like a serial killer straight up off the bat, muttering shit about changing the... Like, he becomes Helgi in 2019 and 1953,
2: if that makes sense. About changing the future. Take, and, again, taking the main road yeah. covered in blood after being a suspect. Okay.
0: And he looks bad, too. Like, bro, you look like you fucking murdered someone. So, Yeah.
2: <laughs> and he looks at a place. He's wearing weird clothing for 1953.
0: No one ever brought it up. I thought they were going to bring it up like um, like in Back to the Future. Like, what's up with their flotation device? But yeah. I was like, no one can say shit. And then he's stupid enough to leave his jacket with his fucking cell phone with Townhouse. So, therefore, that... And he somehow made a battery for it. So, I mean okay he's he's one of my favorite characters i think uh i kind of agree
1: with what you're you were saying james said i didn't know yeah. if i'd like him at first i kind of thought he was a piece of crap but um yeah. as you kind of learn more and get his motivations though he does get a bit crazy midway through and then the he does snap yeah. at trying to kill helge uh or young helge but um he is very uh He's a good actor. I'll say that much. Like you really oh, yeah, want to feel for him. He, he's a great actor. I, once
0: again, it's hard for me to judge other people, uh, foreign actors, because I, I can't, I can't quite tell if you're a good actor because I'm reading and looking exactly. up. And, yeah. you know, it's hard to tell how they're saying it. Maybe they're terrible actors. We don't know. But out of anyone, I think he's probably the best actor on the show. I would agree with that if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So definitely, like you, you do feel for him as he's going through the weird emotions, and you know you do get a bit of that cop thing where he's trying to figure things out and he does he does figure quite a bit out really quickly but at the same time it might be more of his passion on trying to fix something that he uses brute force and gets sloppy and uh, finds himself yeah. in uh, in the
0: 1953 jail so <laughs> yeah with his with egon yeah right so i have a question guys What a kind twist. of a spoiler is that why Egon's an asshole to Ulrich in 1986 because he remembers him from 1953? I think so. I think so too. Right? I thought the same. I kind
1: of think so. At least he he thinks he recognizes th- him
2: because he blames because him literally th- for everything. Th- like yeah. it's probably him. Because there's the scene before Ulrich gets released and where he where Egon looks at Ulrich and he says, "I've seen that face before." Yeah, mm. I've seen that. So face maybe it reminds him. I don't know if he
1: knows, but yeah. it reminds him of him.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he knows. I think it just reminds him, and because of you know the fact that it's the same person, obviously he can't make that connection. But it reminds him of that of that um experience. Oh, that makes sense. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I agree. I started off liking Ulrich at first, and then you know he slowly started to kind of be a piece of shit, (laughs) and um. Like, even the way he uh, ended things with Hannah, and despite my thoughts and opinions on her, like, he wasn't innocent either. He was such an asshole towards her, and he was just like, get the fuck away, you know, it's over, you know. Um, And I'm like, dude, you didn't think there were going to be repercussions for that, especially the way you did it? Um, Yeah. He just always seems to, like Nabil says, he always seems to approach things kind of very, like, brutish um, and I don't know if that has to do with the history of abuse in his family or not because his father was abused. We don't know if he was abused when he was a kid too. Um, that I, I could think it hints at it. it? Yeah. 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 Cause I mean that shit like repeats itself, you know, if, you know, if it's a learned behavior and yeah, when, um, it, it, at first I was kind of rooting for him because he was kind of discovering what was going on with the whole time travel thing. Yeah. Um, he was doing whatever it takes in order to try to find out, you know, where his son was, you know, yelling at Alexander, trying to get his superior to kind of back him up on stuff, which he was at first to a point, And then he went off the rails um, and gets himself suspended. Uh, but, yeah, he totally lost me when he fucking beats you with a rock. I'm like, fuck, dude, you are a fucking piece of shit. Like, that is just fucked up i i think like, it's just
0: because he's he's at that point where like all these other kids have died right yeah. and he he knows helgi is the kidnapper he figures that out from the no i i understand that it's point, it's right? the
2: question of it's it's the question of you know would you kill a baby to save the world type of thing it's that scenario like you said yeah, james you know yeah, killing yeah. baby hitler and it erases everything it's still like it's man I don't He think went he went there without hesitation
0: He's in. Well, he hesitates to a point, but he's thinking. But he's in such a disarray at this point too. Like he's just yeah. realizing he's in 1953. He just realized who the fuck the kid is. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I I still have hope for him that he somehow because now he's stuck in that time period. Obviously, they wanted to leave it at that end of season to be like, well, now he's here. How's he gonna get out? Yeah. He starts. So, you know,
2: once he starts losing his cool, is when he starts making like just awful poor decisions and poor choices. To, yeah. Uh, it's like, dude, just compose yourself. Come on, man. You're yeah. you're. <laughs> You seem to be a good cop before you went off the rails. Yeah, so he's just not aware you know. of the Michael Miko kind of thing, I think, too. Because so he, like, he didn't even bother me as a teen, either. I mean, he was just a regular fucking teenager. What, he was smoking? He was hanging I mean, out? Katharina yeah. was a bad influence on him, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. True. To a
0: point. Also, you got to remember, we didn't fill the message. Katharina like, in... Her parents are abusive toward her as well, yeah. so... Yeah. That's why she shows up with the black eye after the, all the events. It's
2: like, oh shit. So Yeah, she mentions it cuz uh her she she mentions it to Hannah that her mom like her mom, yeah. Yeah, welled on her because of who she was with, yeah. Associated with, yeah. And Hannah's like, "Oh, really?" But yeah, I'm I'm hoping they redeem him in the next, you know, couple <laughs> of seasons cuz yeah, right now her. he's uh, I'm like, "Damn, buddy. You dug yourself in a really deep hole." I mean, next
0: time just hit a little harder,
2: man. <laughs> jesus or don't walk on the main road covered in fucking blood or next in time not your own time frame come on how can you look like a little guy just yeah <laughs> jesus
0: just christ He's gonna do it do it also
2: i'm pretty sure he could have took on egon young egon i'm like yeah but bro yeah, you're I a good know. like maybe young 15 egon. 20 pounds heavier young than egon, egon had
0: right now that smell to him he so did but fresh, i mean fresh off O'Rig, the war he, yeah. you know yeah, orrick exactly. was kind of you know bulked up too, bro. I'm like, come <laughs>
2: on bro mm. you could take that motherfucker on
1: uh go ahead nobel <laughs> so moving on um we've got michael Conwald uh aka michael nielsen He's portrayed by michael is portrayed by sebastian rudolph and Mikkel is a young don leonard leib uh occupation is an artist He's the adoptive son to Enos, but also the son to Ulrich <laughs> <here>. and Katarina, <laughs> but brother to Magnus and Martha, also the father to Jonas and a husband to <laughs> Hannah. So, if
0: you tell that line to anybody, be like, "That's the, that's the show." If you understand that, you get it. <laughs> like, it. what the fuck?
1: That's that's the thread that pulls it all.
0: With photos mm-hmm. too, just to be like, just to let you know, this is how this works. As a kid he's he's teleported back to
1: 1986 stay and then stays there getting adopted by Ennis cuz he can't figure out how to get back. He later takes his own life in June 21st 2019 leaving his son Jonas Clues on what's really going on. One thing I will tell you about this character is and maybe that's just part of the mystery or maybe I just missed it, but I don't understand why he killed himself. I understand him leaving the note. I don't
0: I don't think it's been answered yeah, yet. Like everything so. else
1: that's going on and and all this yeah that's one thing but why does he come so especially knowing that his younger can self i say goes what i think why he sure
0: did yes i think he thinks by killing himself he's going to start the um series of events where eventually jonas will need to kill himself too to clear everything through
2: i was going to say just that Darkest, not exactly no that but it was in order to uh to give more clues to to jonas that you know, this needs to be fixed. Uh, and, and also, it's, it's, it's like he did
0: it exactly right before the third, a couple months before the 33 years was up too, so he knew that the portal would be open again. So, so you think he knows
1: like, about the time travel thing, like an, as an adult. Yeah,
0: and then at the very end, Jonas, aka the stranger, sees uh, Michael covered in all that black stuff too. So maybe Michael's still tra- time traveling as well. That's what Mike clue was, because he sees him across from him when he activates the... uh, He's talking to him, too. Or maybe he sees him in his head, maybe, kind of thing. I I don't know. Once again, I'm assuming they'll answer this in Season 2, hopefully. But that's a clue, too. Maybe he's... Maybe that version of himself killed himself, but there's a Michael, like the stranger that's time-traveling and trying to fix shit. I don't know. It's some complex shit, man.
2: True, because if he's time-traveling within like, 86 and to the point that he's killed himself, like, he could still be alive as a timer mind you he's only in the first episode so this one we only really get to see him is in that first episode i'm assuming we're gonna know more about him in the second and third season and see like what else he went through between yeah. 86 and 2019 right. yeah I'm but assuming. yeah i i, I assumed kind of similar to james that it just it had to do with the fact that he knew that's the the sacrifice it would take in order for this loop to end and for him to try to get his son to help him end this shit I mean, the real
0: question is, why did he stop trying to be a musician and beca- uh, a magician and became a uh, artist instead? I'm just yeah, saying. I mean, yeah, he could have sure. been doing all this Chris Angel shit that he had already seen <laughs> and just pretended it was his. He's like, yeah, no, I'll do that. I'm like, oh my god, no one's ever done that. I know. What a twist! Crazy, right? Jeez. What did I tweet? Maybe but, yeah. it would draw
2: too much attention because, you know. Did you guys suspect younger, that? Younger self liked to show off, too. So. Did you
0: suspect that? It, uh, well, he he becomes a different character when he goes back to 86. Yeah. He mm-hmm. definitely starts to just realize, like, fuck, I'm never going to be able to leave this. And I can only imagine how shitty of an event that would be. But then. I wonder if he's aware that's the Hannah that is his friend's mom. You know what I mean? He yeah. obviously realizes the whole time he time traveled, but and that's why he leaves the letter like, hey, I changed my name. I thought that was a cool I, little twist. I think so he like, does figure cool. it out. Yeah, he,
1: he gets that part, and I'm sure that, I mean, I would think that he would have seen the youngest version of himself eventually from Ulrich, and then realize that's me, you know, like. Oh, I not? hope there's
0: a scene where they're all having like a barbecue. I don't know what they do They're, or, or kebab <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what I fuck they do, but, and they're all there, and he's just like really nice to his younger self, because he's aware that that's him. Yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be interesting. We I'm assuming we might see something like that, where they're all like, oh, well, this is, you know... Grilling up some sausages.
2: Yeah. The next character or characters that we have are Magnus and Martha Nielsen, um, who are the two <laughs> characters that I can remember the most, next to Jonas. Uh, so Magnus is portrayed by uh, Moritz John, and Martha is portrayed by Lisa Vicari and they're so far in only one timeline, which is 2019. So their occup their occupation, they're high school students. That's it. They're they're in high school still. So who are they related to? Uh, well, they're siblings of Mikkel and they're children to Ulrich and Katharina, uncle and aunt to Jonas. And I guess, yeah, that is so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because uh, I've, they sort of like disappear in and out of the season i feel like they do more with martha than with magnus especially because she's and in only the play and the they Jonas have that whole connection.
0: sequence yeah
2: yeah <clears throat> and they have that whole sequence and stuff and because of the whole yeah the tonus thing and the fact that fuck that's his aunt and he's you know being touchy a with her and then he's like no no, like, Damn, no no, no, no i am not gonna of, do that game of thrones shit up in this
0: bitch because
2: <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then uh, she goes back to Barrett's and is all like, um, "Your boy's putting hands on me," and it's like, "Fuck, dude, that's messed up." Just because he broke it off and tried to do the right thing. I was like, "Hannah, two point oh." He did the Fuck, right geez. thing, like, <laughs> but yeah, like, they, they, she she just totally does kind of Jonas dirty that way, and kind of throws she's the him one wolves. texting his ass and calling him. Yeah. Call me now. Exactly, she's the one going after that. See, that's the thing where like. The issue I have with how they do the the females in this season, I'm just like, come on, man, don't do that. Like, uh, my issue, uh, make it go both ways, dude. Don't just, just solely blame her for that and then make her run back to her ex boyfriend yeah. and then kind of like. I mean, do she's that such bullshit. a minor like, character in my eyes, though that I didn't. It was like, okay, I'm
0: assuming she'll have a bigger role in the next one too. Yeah,
2: but, I assume like either her or Magnus would because it's their brother that's missing also. But because yeah, even of even Magnus, Magnus just disappears, bro. Yeah, he only comes back, um, only to have you know relationships with Francesca, and then sort just of questioner, right? The yeah. Hell she, yeah, where That's the hell it. she getting her money? Um, but it, it really, like, um, Magnus is. I just I'm indifferent towards him. I like I just I because we don't know anything about him really. I'm like, I'm not know if this guy's an asshole or not, right? Okay, yeah, he's just sort of there. He's just sort of chill. Like, I'm like, you know what? I hope Magnus is a cool guy. I don't know. His hair is kind of weird, but you know what? It's he very early cool. 2000s. Oh, my God. He's so German. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, hopefully we know more about these two uh, <sighs> later on. And who knows? Maybe they'll figure out that they're in some way related to uh, to Jonas. Um, I just I heard Nobel say uh, he <laughs> said
0: he has an early 2000s haircut mm-hmm. in 2019. Yeah, I yeah. guess.
2: I don't know what if you guys
0: have anything else to. I mean that's it pretty much. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> really that I got nothing to add to that. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, let's get into Egon Tiedemann, who is this is the last family basically here, guys. So Egon is portrayed in 1953 by Sebastian Hulk. I mean, awesome last name. And in 1986 by Christian Patzold. He is a police officer. He is the husband to Doris. He's the father to Claudia, grandfather to Regina. And father-in-law to Alexander. And that he's Bartosz's great-grandfather. So this is Bartosz and Regina slash Claudia's whole family. Uh, In 1953, he ends up arresting Ulrich in 86. He hates and arrests Ulrich again as a teenager. Uh, He's the cop that is very suspectful of Helgi. uh, That he may have something to do with the children's uh, disappearances.
2: Yeah, he wrote um, that in his notebook about the the force. Yeah, his his
0: vague ass notebook. He just was like, "Let me write incomplete sentences so nobody can read this shit." He in '86 he's about to retire and he's kind of sticking his nose in things where people are like, "Why don't you just follow the rules?" Like you're, I mean, it's so like a, I only got three weeks left to retire, so <laughs> one of those kind of ordeals. Get too old
2: for this shit. And he's
0: starting to realize he 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 really hates Ulrich. That's why I brought up earlier. Is he aware that he met Ulrich? Thirty three years prior, when he was an older person, so that's why I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, what did you guys think about Egon?
1: It took me a while to figure out who he actually was when I first saw him in the um, uh, when you see it. Well, when you first see him in the past in 1953, I was like, wait, who is Egon that they all know? And then when it kind of put it all together to figure out that oh, he's a cop in '86. Um, yeah, and they kind of tell him that he apparently he dies in a weird way. We don't really know. But he does something crazy. I don't really care much for him. In fact, I kinda get upset with him that he was Ulrich. <laughs> but but I mean he was doing his job. He's technically the good guy in all this, just a naive good guy. But um yeah, I didn't really care much he, for what he was yeah, doing.
0: Yeah, he uncovers the like Helgi. So I, I was thinking, did Helgi kill him, probably? That's what I'm wondering, is that that might have been what
1: happened and we just don't see it yet that
0: that
2: happens. That's why he never season. went to the the meeting, I guess. Yeah. Something happened, maybe. obviously. Like I like to me he's just uh he's good at his job, yeah, he's a really good cop, like he's able to pick up on clues he sees more than what others see and stuff like that like he uh e- even when they discover the bodies of the kids in nineteen fifty three he seems to have like more interest in and notices more things the than pennies than, right too I think. Yeah, I think I think it's him that asks the question like, "Why were they? Why were the kids in costumes? Because they are in different clothing than 1953." I have to ask yeah. though,
0: was that supposed to be kind of a comedic part right there? Made in China. Because then he's like, "Made in China." They look at each other. My God. Like, so, well, you know, the 50s
1: communism. Well, so.
0: Yeah, 1953. Yeah. yeah, but the thing Matt, is, think- do you do you realize that they're trying to tell you that in that scene alone, Egon's kind of a simpleton? Yeah. Cause they bring it up and they ask him China, and then he's like thinking about it, and they're like, "You know where China is, right?" And then he's like, "Yeah, of course." And it's like he's yeah. actually he probably doesn't know where China is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like a clue. Yeah, he misses oh, the sorry, obvious. Guys. I wanted a lot of Reddit posts for this fucking outline. Uh, <laughs> I think he misses the obvious
1: but a lot. That's part of the thing is that yeah, he does,
0: and that's why he he suspects so much out of Ulrich, even though things have been. Per- presented in front of him in a way like
2: that he he does and he doesn't because he knows that something is off like he he tries to just only go i I guess to a point by the facts really but only by what's in front of him he doesn't really speculate too much um but still like he's pretty damn good at his job as far as to suspect that something is off and something isn't right yeah. and maybe like like you said James the suspicions from 86 and why he's hard on rich is because he reminds him of the older version that he runs into in 1953. That's the only thing that I and can he, think of. Didn't he ask at him first both? first I was just like, dude, he why has do you him? have such a fucking heart on for this guy? He asked them both about, like, devil worshipping, too. Yeah. Which is, I think,
0: a clue to stuff, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, Um, again, another character that we don't know too, too much about, and then maybe we'll learn more about or, or, not, or not. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up
1: we have uh, Claudia. Tiedemann. Uh She's portrayed in a few years: 1953 is Gwendolyn by Gwendolyn Gobel; 1986 by Julika Jenkins; 2019 by Lisa Kruger. Uh In '86, she's the director of the power plant, um, but in 2019, she comes up as a survivalist, weird beacon of hope lady whose motivations we don't quite understand either. Uh, she's the daughter of Egon, mother to Regina, mother-in-law to Alexander. Grandfather to Bortis. So, grandmother? Grandmother to Bortis, of course, because she's a woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just making yeah. sure. Uh, so like, she's, oh, no, what happened. She's got a lot of uh, relations going on with that Tiedemann family. She essentially discovers the truth about the barrels of the power plant when she takes over. And then she also somehow discovers time travel and near the end begins to try and correct things by going to the past and the future. She also has an affair with Tronte, and uh, she seems to be the arch enemy of Noah. She's the character that we learn a little bit about, but not much as in the future, the future Claudia. Um, you learn a lot more about her in the 80s and just, kind of, yeah, you learn a lot more about her as, you know, the power plant director and first woman power plant director. And she's, you know, very focused on her job, cares not at all about her daughter, Regina, um, and is very focused on just doing well in her career. I think she does. I think Regina. I think she kind of tosses her to the side. Not that she does it intentionally, but I think she's always kind of like you can see she's always very dismissive, always very angry with her. Uh,
0: Jessica's like Regina doesn't go up to her. I guess like standards. I guess like no, she's I like think, hey, I, no.
2: I think she, Claudia is very very much uh, uh, career first. I think so. And yeah, she's she's very much career first the and focused is solely too on her job. Is, they don't
0: reveal to you who Regina's father is yet. No, too, they the don't. uh uh-uh. So I have a feeling that could play a big part in why. Dun, 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 dun. So, yeah. Again, true. It, way too many
1: <laughs> But but as as older Claudia, uh, she is who I think the stranger's supposed to be. But I feel like because of what she's doing that whatever the stranger, you know, as a theory, whatever the stranger's trying to do aka Jonas doesn't do anything like doesn't help anything and it's more like it really is her and noah trying to fight this battle that we don't know about yet um that she's traveling through time because even she kind of comes in near the end and she's like we don't got a lot of time you know to to put the body away i'm like oh okay. i was like
0: is this the ending of fucking mario brothers
1: yeah. <laughs> koopa's back
0: what huh? sorry i <laughs> have to mention that once per pod but uh, but I mean outside yeah, of her she, motivations even, as a as a yeah.
1: an adult like a, a middle aged adult you don't just career wise you don't really get to learn more much about her and her motivations as you know the uh, survivalist Claudia.
2: No, she obviously goes through something between eighty six and twenty nineteen to kind of make her discover like oh shit the mysteries behind that time pocket underneath the power plant and the ability to time travel and what it does and what she learns and what eventually pits her against Noah. So that'll be interesting to see in the future, in in, in the future seasons. Uh, yeah, I think Claudia is awesome. I think she's one of
0: the other stronger characters in the show. Eighty six, she's the first woman that takes over, and I think she takes it a lot more serious. And everybody kind of thought, oh, this is just to make it look like a woman's taking over, and times mm-hmm. are changing and stuff. But she's actually trying to uncover what's going on. She even. For fuck's sake, she cave dives and finds all the barrels and yeah. discovers what's going on. So I, I don't know what happens between then and 2019, but um, she definitely is in a position by then where she's aware of time travel, and she goes back in time to give the actual plans of the time machine to the 1953 version of HG Townhouse. So she, I think she obviously went even beyond 2019. She's back like here. To go with your cell phone battery. Um, yeah, Regina is... She's estranged from D- Regina because obviously, as you guys saying, saying, impo- you know, work first, and then I think it's kind of even at the point of... I don't think Regina understands. Like, it's not just work at this point. It's like the future of the world kind of shit going forward. I think Claudia is a very big player in this whole story. I, they touch on it here, but... Um, I think they're alluding to her as... I If you look at... There's a lot of religious allegories in this whole show. I don't know if yeah. you guys caught it yeah. with the names as well, but she's almost like a god figure. Kind of. If, if, if I'd like to tiptoe around that one, while well, Noah is the devil, and I think um, it's definitely showing you by the end her more natural approach to things of uh her, her whole survivalist, and then she's like she's like loaded at the end bro i'm like damn she's got like a sniper rifle <laughs> and yeah, she's uh ready yeah she's ready for like an all-out war so it's like a it's a it's a tale of good versus evil and i think this is where it's finally i think season two and three are gonna dive into that a lot more and uh i like her i like her character a lot she looks batshit crazy in 2019 too i like how she shows up when mad like she knew mads was gonna appear at that time and she tells Peter and uh Tront like hey we gotta clean this shit up like she does that Koopa moment, man. Like it's like, like yeah. she just comes out of nowhere like, Whoa, what the fuck were you been? And maybe <laughs> Regina does think she's dead because she might have disappeared the a long princess time ago, is in right? Another castle. Yeah, sorry. Right. We have to go get the flamethrower thing. Uh <laughs> and I just gotta get a shout out. She finds her dog thirty three years later, and I think that's kind of what it's like, Well, wait a minute, is this my dog? So yeah, that's, that's kind what kind of, of, of like a leads her to kind of see, yeah. huh? What the fuck? Yeah, that door. She's like, there's something to this all, but yeah, cool character. I like. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in future seasons. So
2: yeah, okay. And the next character is Regina Tiedemann. Uh, she's portrayed by Lydia Markrides in 1986 and Deborah Kaufman in 2019. So her occupation is a hotel owner in 2019, and she's related to um obviously she's the mother to Barretts and also uh wife to Alexander and she's the daughter of Claudia and granddaughter of Egon. So what's she doing in this season? Um well in twenty nineteen she discovers well she's got cancer and uh, then discovers the stranger's room with all of his notes in her hotel room. Really not much um, about regina other than that um in the past you just find out that she's um that she's bullied um by uh katharina and i guess ulrich um much to sugar because because is an enabler uh, all because hannah um blames regina for accusing ulrich of uh rape and um I guess that carries on into the future, where she's actually even punched in the face by Katharina again. So um, she ends up being saved in the past by Alexander, who then ends up being her future husband, even though he's a bit mysterious. And then that's pretty much it. All we know about her, we don't know anything else aside from the fact that she discovered all the notes that the stranger left behind and we don't know what other role she'll play or if she'll have anything to do with any of the time travel stuff. Um, I kind of felt bad for her when she was young because she was just so timid and shy. And honestly she's, you know, um, got, uh, I guess depression issues or something. She, yeah. she cuts herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we don't know if that has to do, like I said, her father's a mystery. So we don't know if that, that stems from abuse or just because she's being neglected by her mother, who's just focused on work all the time uh we don't know and then um in the future she's just coping with the fact that um she may have terminal cancer and she doesn't really know like what she's going to do with her life and then strange shit is happening in her community um oh and that she may lose her hotel too because of everything that's going on is causing her to lose business also um yeah. what uh, what did you think james uh, yeah, we don't know a lot about her. I just felt bad for her as a kid because like, like you said, she's I think her mom has a
0: care for her to a point, but then things just get so escalated that I don't know. And then the cancer could stem from like being exposed to the area. Like It could be a really unsafe area, especially if she was around the place a lot as a kid. See,
2: I felt that it was had to do with her mom um, because her mom being a uh, power plant owner and stuff, her she gets irradiated, which then can transfer over to Regina. Yeah. Because if you if you're handling stuff that's been like irradiated with, like radiation yeah. and stuff, and you touch it, then you know you could fuck yourself up. Yeah, um, I will say that like
0: it's uh, once again it's another contrast. Like in '86, she is she's hurting herself, but in 2019, she's like checking herself for cancer and realizing, and so she she at that point she cares enough about it. So she's I thought that's a contrast. Like as a kid, she didn't care about she didn't have anything to go for but now she does have things like a son and a business yeah. and her husband and so yeah but outside of that i mean we don't see what happens after she uncovers the strangest room why he didn't put up a fucking thing that said do not disturb i have no idea <laughs> so i was like damn i mean he dropped off a gigantic right? box to be like can you give this to jonas he's like uh okay fucking weirdo <laughs> your futuristic ass light in there okay mm-hmm. i guess we'll do that so i mean yeah
1: i mean she there really isn't much more she's not a very heavily utilized character um and you don't even get to meet her till about like halfway through the season anyways um so yeah, yeah there really isn't much to say about her like like you said james you kind of just feel bad for her overall because she's just kind of stuck in the middle of everything you know and she's getting to short end of the sick
0: so it took me a while to figure out who she was yeah I was like, "Who is she from?" That was one of the ones I had to look up because mm. I kept mixing her up. I was like, "Is this someone?" Oh, it's mm. fucking the girl that got tied to the fucking tree. So yeah. Yep. Uh, moving in, we have Alexander Tiedman slash Boris Newald, portrayed in nineteen eighty six by Bella Gabor Lens and twenty nineteen Peter Benedict. He's is a director of the power plant in twenty nineteen. He's the husband to Regina, father to Bartosz, and son in law to Claudia. Uh, in this season in eighty six he, he comes out of nowhere by the way. He literally has like a gunshot wound and he's running through the forest yeah. and he defends Regina from yeah. Ulrich and Katharina, pulls a gun on him, and then because of his connection to saving Regina, Regina references him to her mom, Claudia, so like she gives him a like a job eventually. He he keeps coming back like he He doesn't even he doesn't even actually qualify for shit, but she's like, Hey, um, we need someone to help and I'm assuming it's about the barrels, right? I yeah, assume that's what it does. Keep secret? Yeah, I'm assuming. They don't quite say it, but he's like, yes, and then he pulls his mullet back a little bit more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, that's cool, I guess. He had that sweet-ass leather jacket, too. So I was like, where is he getting all these clothes? Like, where is he staying? <laughs> Good question. I, I never questioned it once, because it's like weeks later, and I was like, I guess he's just chilling. <laughs> well, I was, and you know, I had- Why wildlife. did just
2: leave that shopping bag in the woods? <laughs> I- I don't
0: know. <laughs> don't but worry. then Hannah was right behind him. And See, I was like, whole dude, time. that chick kept that for 33
1: years, dude. Don't know what she was trying to hold over him. That's insane.
0: Yeah. Yo, that's a level 20 clinger, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that's someone planning ahead, guys. That's a clinger. That's, that's pro. That's We're at this level. This chick at a pro level, man. Yeah. <sighs> prepping 33 years. I ain't even 33 yet, man. <laughs> so that'd be like my whole <laughs> life prepping again. Like, oh, my God. I got to double up on this. Um, Shit. So basically in... T- in 2019, uh, Alexander is blackmailed on the very last episode by Hannah to quote ruin Ulrich and destroy his life, as though his life wasn't already destroyed to begin right. with. Yeah, she she literally has the bag and just puts it down because you know she's a massage therapist and she wonders why she can't make the bills. And uh, he looks at it and he's just like he recognizes it even 33 years later, just because he's probably looking for it. Apparently. At one point. He probably went back. like, where's my piece at, right? Uh-huh. So, And she still has the gun. So that <laughs> scares me that Hannah is armed now too and hasn't cleaned that gun 33 years. So I don't know if that's going to fire correctly. So I'm concerned about that a little bit, like an accident could
2: happen. Should have oiled it a little bit at least. <sighs>
0: Taking it apart, right? But uh, yeah. we don't learn much about... Dude, we literally meet Alexander the last two episodes. Yeah, you don't again, really so. learn much about
2: him. Uh, I take that back. We do see him in the first no, or I, second episode when he's getting the massage. Yeah, he whatever. comes off kind of like a dick at first because he's not willing to give the police permission uh, to... I mean, to check the, to, the door. Uh, check the premises. Yeah, I mean, which we know why, but still... I um, mean, that's a nuclear power he's plant. Like, I would understand that. I'm like, and
0: you know, he obviously yeah, works like with first. the one-eyed guy, Tegan, right? to hide mm-hmm. all the barrels because they're sitting in the parking lot by Benny because he even brings up like what about the truck he's like don't worry about the truck and like he obviously moved it again why these guys can't find a better hiding place I do not know it's been there for 66 years right so I mean, I mean maybe find a better <laughs> spot at this point or fucking put why, a, a, a grate over that, fu- put a grade, like that put a grate over the or collapse the fucking cave
2: or so. I don't know right Yeah. put a stronger There's, door
0: not a chain link fence
2: how about that just take the L and dispose of that shit the right way, okay? Pay the fees.
0: Yeah, they're like, we can't do it, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, We're I'm telling you, I still, guys, think yeah. I still think they Man, maybe there's bodies in there. They're all clones or something. I don't know. So, uh, That's all I have on Alexander. You guys got any last words on him? I, there's not much. There really isn't much to say.
2: No, that, that's pretty much about it. Except, you know, it was cool that he stuck up t- uh, for Regina and stuff. Um, he's, uh, I mean, could he be a possible time traveler? time traveler himself i mean he appears out of nowhere from 1986 with fake passports no no who's no, no. who's the real marco
0: he had the mar- mullet he didn't just play <laughs> uh, really. no it, it's kind of like long hair really you have to travel the from the. Thir- you have to travel 33 years so that would have been 1953 look there's no way you that's the only know. reason i know unless he's already How long has in he been in 1986 exactly Whoa. never mind fuck you right fuck yeah he could have been like Let's party see. up front no, no, business up front, yeah. party in the back. Like right when he got there, he wore yeah, a hat. was a the in the 50s. You That's know, true. So. yeah.
1: All right, all right, okay. So, all right,
2: and you know he's got a Walter PPK with him. That's the gun that he has. So, James Bond himself. So, next up, Bartos
1: Tiedemann is betrayed by Paul Lux. Only in 2019, he's a high school student as well. He's he's the son of Regina and Alexander. And he's he's a weird one. He's
2: a little bitch. I know. Yeah, he's he's a wannabe <laughs> he's drug dealer.
1: <laughs> he starts a relationship with Marta, even though he knows his best friend, who is Jonas, um, had a relationship with her, and he had to leave because of shit happening in his life.
0: I don't think he had a relationship. I think he just had a crush on her, mm. and he was aware that he liked yeah, her, right? At, least, at the very
1: least, he knew something yep. was
2: up with them.
0: Because man, when he, he pulled he he in, he knew that like, he had a oh, crush.
2: Yeah, because he, he said something like, you know, what happens when we don't make a move or if you wait, something like that. Yep. He says uh, like, like, an off-the-cuff comment to him like, wow, dude, that's your boy? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he basically, he, he said, I pulled your girl
0: because
1: Basically, yeah, and didn't have no like, problem with it. Um, I was like,
0: "Word." <laughs> and
1: he's also uh, interacts, I think he's the only person we kind of see at, in 2019 that has direct interaction
0: with Noah and kind of becomes one of his pawns. So are you telling me Bartaz is the Jar Jar Binks of the Star Wars universe as Noah's the Emperor? Mesa Bartas becoming, he's like I don't know. I'll give him. I'll give him emergency <laughs> powers. <laughs> he grants him emergency powers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess I'll give him mercy powers. Shit. Yeah.
1: I mean I don't know about the Noah guy. He's you don't really get to know much about him um he doesn't seem to really have any real connection to anybody except for jonas and then even jonas apparently doesn't like him that much based off of what goes on i up.
0: mean are is bartos and fucking um jonas even like better? I, mean, I mean they were because
1: they were you know he covered for him
2: when he went to quote france so yeah i think so I told him you yeah I mean, there's got to be a reason that Noah is tapping Barats as as a potential ally. I mean, I don't know. He's either using him as a pawn, kind of like he did Helgi, or... Or is um, Noah
1: Bartos, and we just don't know it because of Paradox. I mean,
2: dude, I was thinking could. the same thing, but... Yeah, I think it's him. Because he, when Noah gets inside his limo late at night, weirdly, without any suspicion, he Noah tells him everything happened, just like I told you, right after... Bart's had spoken to his grandmother and it's kind of like how would he know that information it seems kind of personal you know Um, I was like it's got to be him I think it's him I don't think it is and it would make sense see like as as much as I think that it would be cool that that uh, Claudia and Noah would be like arch nemesis like what if it would be Bart's and Jonas the whole time that'd be kind of weird I mean it might be that yeah, setup that might be what it maybe. is because as Jonas as the stranger, and then Barrett as you know Noah. Uh, Ch- I can see
1: James' gears grinding. He's got he's got his own little theory going on. With I've him. read
0: a, I've read a lot of stuff, so I'm like I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not him. But um, I think maybe Noah and Bartos might be related. Yeah, I would say maybe. that much. Descendant. because yeah. we still have a lot of gaps in that family. Yeah, and it seems like he's taking a personal interest into maybe. Making Bartaz a somewhat apprentice Mm -hmm. from the sound of it. And also, he's giving him drugs. So, I mean, he's like, let me get you some money, bro. Okay. So,
2: (laughs) the last main character is actually Noah himself. Look at that. And he's portrayed by Mark Waschke. His occupation is priest, murder, possible antichrist. Uh, So, who's the character related to? We don't know at this point. Uh, What's he doing in this season? Um, Well, he's Claudia's enemy. Um, He has a tattoo of an emerald tablet and one of the major texts of the spiritual tradition of hermeticism covering his back. And he's absolutely a (laughs) a (laughs) (laughs) boss-ass Christ. He is, man. I'm like, what Um, an evil fuck, dude? I mean, he's definitely in control of things right now. He's very manipulative. He knows who to tap and who are the weakest links that he could kind of sway into like allegiance with him. Um, obviously with Helgi and now with Barrett's uh, we don't really know like why he's doing this and what his ultimate goal is. Is it world domination? Is, is he trying to get the winning lottery numbers? The, the sports almanac? almanac we <laughs> don't know. <for> the future. <laughs> um is uh, I don't know. Is he, we don't we don't really know. We just know that the guy's pretty fucking evil, and he's traveled through all three and possibly even other timelines quite frequently. Yeah, to where he can tell people like what's happened, what's to come, and he's the only try character uh,
0: that does not age. Yeah, he's played by the he's same person the same. in each. Yeah,
2: timeline. He. So we don't know exactly where his origin is from. We yeah. just know that. He's just uh, he's just a traveler. If you look up right
0: hermeticism, by the way, I don't know if you guys did, but it could probably spoil the, the show for you. I'll say that much. Right. So but then it's I a, will like not. a mix of <laughs> science and um, religion. So right, yeah, piece that together if you want to, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He is uh he's the guy behind man, the man in black as I like to say like he's obviously not really a priest he's just posing as one and he he, he corrupts Helgi he corrupts yeah. starts corrupting uh Bartos. he has a motive that's not quite shown yet but he's aware of Claudia and the fact that the stranger have done these events in the past and this has happened and the the uh, time warp has continued on and on and I think that's a bit of a... So he he's aware. That's why he knows what's going on, too. Like, he, he mm-hmm. knows what's going on. But he's also kidnapping kids because he's trying to perfect his own time machine that is not quite ready. Yeah. Obviously, they're blowing out the ears and eyes of these guys. I don't know if you've seen...
2: As we can tell,
0: it's yeah, something... Burying
2: uh, him in different timelines. Yeah,
0: why he's doing that, nah, I'm not sure. Know. But maybe that also has to do with, like... Here's your son Easier back. Easier to hide, dude. Yeah. Easier to hide. Yeah, no, that is actually true. Definitely. Shit, drop off the body from 86 into 2019, people are going to be like, what the hell? This doesn't make any
2: sense. Yeah. He's and, like, they, and like they'll have no records of him at all.
0: Yeah, especially versa. when it's just like,
2: back in 1953 when they had, like, yeah. even worse technology yeah very true very true yeah true like he must have done it i mean he i mean he has to have come from at least the future i mean to i mean if someone were to come from the future to us now and were to know so many things about what's to come and we're no verbatim he would seem prophetic and stuff like that and like he would hold technology doesn't one of the seem like magic you know doesn't one of the uh, uh that's funny to
0: say actually uh, Doesn't one yeah. of the uh, characters even say at one point... Is it Claudia that says uh the Antichrist is born on one of those years? One of the three years? Yeah, because it's saying that's, that's like the, the age, age of the, yeah, age of sure the Antichrist.
1: That. 33 years old is when he's supposed to have
0: shown yeah. himself. So, maybe... Doesn't it look like Noah could be in his... Around 33 or forty? 33, maybe? yeah. So. it's also
2: the the same age that uh, Jesus Christ was when he was crucified
0: oh well so that makes sense the number so, thirty three yeah. means a lot thirty
2: three has a very religious connotation and then
0: that emerald tablet is also um um mikel sees the portrait of it at the hospital and he's he's really into it too so that's one thing mm. too one thing
2: Mikel yeah
0: and he sees it and he s- seems kind of intrigued and um that's why I want to say Noah shows up at the hospital at that time. And he seems like he's almost trying to get Mikkel back. That, that that last episode, there's a lot, a lot of hints, I think, Something, dropping I think. in. Why is he there? Yeah. And then, yeah. But then they grab Jonas instead. So, like, it's planned. Like, he needs Jonas. So, he... he uh, Noah's aware that Mikkel is somehow related to Jonas, I think. Yeah, I think so. In a way. Either that or he just knows that he he went through the time thing,
2: too, so... But he allows. Nakota. I mean, how else would he know that Jonas was going to be there, too?
0: True. Because it happened before. Because the they're all stuck up. in the
2: same time loop. Yeah. Basically. So,
0: that's interesting. I, I, I definitely know he'll probably be in the second and third season, oh, yeah. I'm assuming. Or, So, I'm looking forward to learning about the mystery of Noah and what he's trying to do. And, I mean, is his name a connotation to the Old Testament of trying to gather people and is he, like, gathering the children? And I don't know. That's some creepy shit, man. Mm-hmm. So... Are him him and Claudia gonna fight each other like fucking Super Saiyans? I don't know. That'd be kind of (laughs) cool. She's ready. She's got a she got (laughs) a fucking sniper rifle. I was like, I've done that in Call of Duty. Okay, so all we those are all the quote unquote major characters. So quickly here, because obviously by going through the characters, we've we've somewhat gone through the story itself. or once again, this is more of a reference to the season and. Uh, minor characters, we have Jerkin and Eric Obendorf. So, Jurgen's a maintenance worker at a nuclear power plant that's selling drugs with his son, Eric. Eric's one of the missing kids kidnapped by Noah and Helge. Um, not much on them. I mean, that's really Eric's yeah. the redhead kid that dies, I guess. And then Jurgen Yeah. The so one that shot back back in
2: 1953.
0: Yeah, he goes back in time. And then Jurgen's just kind of revealed, like, oh, Jurgen's the one with the drugs. Oh, my God, right? Huh. So... Uh, we have Elizabeth Doppler, which we brought up before. That's the daughter of Peter and Charlotte, uh, granddaughter of Helgi, sister of Franziska. Uh, she is deaf. She goes missing at one point in the show and apparently meets Noah, gets a watch from him, and gives it to her mom. Then we never um, see her again. No, <laughs> We never see her again. She has a fox hat. Uh, what did the fox say? Uh, her friend, though, or such boyfriend, Yasin Freeze, is kidnapped by Noah and Helgi. He's also deaf. And he is one of the bodies that turns up with Eric in 1953. So, yeah. yikes. Uh, Torben Waller is the one-eyed police officer we were talking about. He uh, works with Charlotte and he works, does side jobs for Alexander, such as hiding the um, chemicals and all that shit. Um, He's a cyclops. Has a patched up eye. He is a cyclops. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Benny, the prostitute that Peter Fruitt is actually related to Torbin. That's her brother. little little thing there. So maybe that plays off more than other sequels, seasons. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Everyone's connected. This is like a Star Wars thing here. Uh, Sebastian Kruger is Hannah's father. Drives a dry cleaning van. We only see him in one scene in 1986 where uh, Hannah's just plotting shit already because she's the uh, Antichrist. And then we have Agnes Nielsen who in 1953 that is Trant's uh, mom kind of starts hitting on Doris. Egon's wife, Claudia's mother. So uh, there, tries to gift her a dress. I mean, she gets her in that dress. Even rolls up behind her. They hold hands. They lock eyes. They do. I mean, we know that Egon's wife Doris leaves him eventually. So yeah. is it for?
1: <laughs> oh, maybe it it possibly. It kind of hints at that
0: because of her. So yeah, like Ulrich knows, guess, and he, he even calls her out.
2: Like, hey, is this, has she
0: left you yet? And he's like,
2: what the yeah. fuck. So. And Tr- Tronte even like mentions though my mom wanted change and it's probably because she probably came out
0: maybe yeah that or i i I'm not even just that I think it's also because he was getting beat up by his dad or abused and she was like mm. we I feel like they're yeah. on the run almost like they're they escaped. kind of seem like yeah yes it, it, it doesn't seem like he's like they seem very vague on like where to go but uh Greta Doppler so in nineteen fifty three that's Helga's mother and burn's wife. Peter's grandmother, Francisca, Gunn, Elizabeth's great grandmother. Uh, She's like the meanest person in this whole uh, show. She's she's very, very much a Filipino mom with the cleanliness. And um, she gets really mad at Helge for coming in dirty. And it's a really awkward scene where she has him stripped down and get rid of all his quote unquote dirty clothes. And um, Noah comes to kind of comfort her when Helge goes missing. I almost feel like it's just because Noah probably already is in contact with Elgie and he's just like hey where's yeah. my little minion yet and uh, she kind of mentions in a point when she's talking about Elgie that she never wanted him so like it's it's hinted that he might be like from a rape or someone other than uh, burned like that might not be burned son actually so once again that kind of gives me a, a hint that there's more to this than we think so, more than meets the eye sir yeah, he's a transformer so, uh, Daniel Conwell, real quick, you barely see this dude in 1953. He's the chief of police. That's Ines's father, the nurse. Uh, so that's technically Michael's adopted grandfather and uh, Jonas's great grandfather. He's he's literally in one scene where like, um, Egon's saying that they're going to investigate the kids, and Daniel's like, Oh, okay. And he's he's in the hallway scene. That's all he is. So, but that's a hint like Ines's father is a cop. So, uh and then silja the girl from the future so this is in 2052 i have no idea who the fuck she is she just knocks jonas out and tells him like welcome to the thunderdome or something like that
2: and then that's welcome it the yeah i don't even know her name
0: yeah it's Silja.
2: Celia or silja i don't think silja. they pronounce the j's do they
0: nibble no they don't usually
2: no
1: i don't think so. Silia
0: then it's probably Silja. Silja. So, uh-huh. I, don't know. I, don't I know. am so sorry. So, this is the worst m- show or slash movie I've ever pronounced or anything. Just because uh, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed, there was like four hundred <laughs> fucking characters. So I tried, okay. Um, yeah. you guys see that we have this little uh, timeline that does some connections. It gets weird. Um, so real quick, episode wise, we told you mostly what happens here. You guys have seen what's happening here. It it opens up. There's ten episodes long. What for the most part? Because we've uh. I don't want to bore anyone anymore on this one, too. And we've done quite a job of talking through each character and their actions and pretty much just explain the show. So anything stand out for you guys or anything you didn't like? It's just it's kind of like a, you know, what worked, what didn't work, you know, expectations throughout it. And did, it did it fulfill your expectations, starting with the Nabil?
1: It it definitely um, kept my interest longer than I thought it was going to. Um, I, I didn't know yeah. if I was going to expect much from it. And one of the things I find fascinating is how they're using the whole uh, time travel. So it's something we didn't clearly explain uh, as we were going through the characters is that the, the method of the time travel, there's apparently two methods, uh, kind of, maybe three, one that's being perfected. So there's, there's the one where Noah has got these kids in a bunker and is trying to perfect getting these people travel to time to, I'm assuming, a chair or something like that. Then we've got... Uh, I think so, right? Yeah. We're not even quite sure what happens.
0: Do they get, like, blasted in the face or something? Well, that's You're what like, I'm oh, thinking. The work. machine does
1: something and kind of fries their heads or, or something like that. Uh, then you've got Jonas and Claudia who have this machine that's made by HG Tanas that somehow opens up, uh, like, a portal or puts them, you know, absorbs them and makes them go back into time, something like that. So there's that part of it. So did
0: Noah somehow find... I, is he trying to recreate that machine, too, though? I don't think he's aware of it, is what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, okay, okay.
1: I think that he just knows that I'm the, not sure the either. path is I'm there. Not. I
0: don't, I'm not 100% sure,
1: but I don't think he's aware of that particular machine. Though we don't know where Claudia gets the blueprints, so that's of the mystery.
2: I, no, I think he is aware of it because, how, you know, he's traveling himself through various time t- timelines, too. Well, so I, I think, I think that's he has a, to be aware of it, but I think that that particular how the fuck machine... Is Noah
0: traveling? Well, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I think
2: that he's traveling through the
1: the third method, which is the main method is the caves, right? Because he's always kind of around the caves too uh, and shows up in convenient times.
2: I didn't even think about that. that could, <clears throat> yeah, that could make sense. Yeah, because that's how Ulrich and uh, Jonas traveled. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, so he probably just doesn't know how to build one. Um, and obviously, uh, Claudia and... Um, and hd aren't going to tell him how to make it or anything, especially if they know, like, how evil he is or is supposed to be. But, uh, yeah, he I think he's trying to not only perfect it in a bill, but I think he's trying to find a way to travel outside of that loop. Right. That's to have more to. more freedom because those machines will only – you'll only be able to travel within those 33-year lapses yeah. and stuff. Yeah, maybe he's trying to find
0: out how to travel – with, it's kind of outside of, of the time period. paradox,
1: right? So I think that's <laughs> yeah. what they yeah, talk yeah, about. They're in the kind of paradox of the three different time periods, mm-hmm. and he's probably trying to find a way to, to burst that bubble or
2: get out and of then, that. Yeah, because that's claudia's
0: traveling the, around time too.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's probably why the kids are dying too, because it just it's just impossible to to go outside of that loop. I guess for whatever the parameters are for that loop, mm. like they just can't yeah. get out of it. I think. um No, yeah. go ahead.
0: No, I'm saying that's the biggest mystery then because, like, Townhouse makes a machine, but then f- Jonas the stranger f- has, like, a f- fucked-up version of it, right? Right. And he wants him to fix it, but in the process, that machine is what is
2: creating the loophole in the caves. Because it's the same machine. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think it's all always been the one machine, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that Claudia had the first one, Must have used it for a while or something like that. And then
0: trying to get rid of the nuclear waste, maybe. Right. And then
1: Mm -hmm. it got busted at some point. Somehow Jonas finds it and knows or learns that Thanos, I don't know if he knows that he did make it, but maybe knows that he can make it and brings it to him to try to do it um but that's why tannis already has one because he had already built one before
2: or something you no, know like this, some Cla- kind of claudia gives him the blueprints oh though. claudia yeah yeah claudia yeah.
0: Gave him the thing like build this for
2: me and he's like
0: i'm just a watchmaker yeah
2: <laughs> it's it's kind of like the it's the whole like paradox thing where mm-hmm. it's like he builds it but he, the only way he has it is because it comes the blueprints come from the future and come to him and stuff so but the question is where I does think- claudia get the blueprints from right that's the big question right because mm-hmm. that right. isn't ever explained he probably not, not yet the blueprints. Yeah. Not yet, at least. I'm I almost. I'm almost willing to bet that he makes the blueprints on how to make it and leaves them with her. Like a
0: much future self of him? Yeah. Like so or it's just an or she discovers paradox? the
2: blueprints, from, but they're from him, yeah. and then she takes them and, and knows that, oh, the only way he's going to build is if I give him the, bl- bl- yeah. the blueprint. And, of course, if he has that Samsung cell phone or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, that Android but, um, device. I thought it was iPhone. interesting how they made the the time machine, how it's so different. It's just like, it's a device that opens a portal. And then you have like the bunker that Noah is trying to make. And he even makes an off the cuff comment saying like, I know it's not a DeLorean or yeah. something cool, yeah. but I, I like that. I like that aspect. I like that. You see the ripple in time space. I like the, the whole, like, like the way how it like grows and shrinks and how you're able to, you know, see how it how it works for their reality it's different than like other iterations of time travel which is pretty cool that was
0: cool though like jonas changes it though at the very end when he when the time warp is happening him and helge oh okay let's just talk about it is is helge only in that area because his dad Ulrich or jonah not Jonas. shit Ulrich basically dragged his body to there because of the time, and then he was in the area, so when the warp happened. They touched, and then it fucked everything up, basically. And that's why Jonas wakes up in twenty fifty two.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And it was, right? f- it was, yeah, it was, it was. uh... Like that
0: wasn't supposed for to happen going to the future. Right? I don't
1: think you're supposed to jump into the future like that. Yeah.
0: No. Although it seems like the chick that he meets is aware that he time traveled. Or no, something. Yeah, she seems. To Didn't know she say him. "Welcome to the future"? Yeah. yeah or was that's that in what my she head? says. No, no, she okay. says,
2: Welcome to the future. Okay. I almost she thought that a No, she was says, welcome to, hmm. welcome to the jungle.
0: <laughs> welcome to the jungle. We're to fun games.
2: Sorry. But, <laughs> yeah, um, e- either it wasn't supposed to happen or that's how it happens, but or they're maybe able it is, to change yeah. it after. Because something happens that keeps them in that perpetual loop. Loop, over. yeah.
0: So, when does Jonas become John Connor then? <laughs>
2: Sorry. Dun 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 dun, dun. When does he get viciously murdered at a beach during the opening <laughs> credits of the movie? You mean in so, Mexico? I, I don't know. In Mexico. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when spoilers. does the
0: Terminator come to save everyone? When is this happening? There's only two more seasons, so
2: it ends with season three. So
0: I can only imagine. But
2: but yeah, um, hopefully the characters get more get fleshed out more in in the rest of the season seasons. two. Because I mean, yeah. like. You guys obviously caught us. We were getting like names mixed up a little bit here and there because there's a lot of fucking characters, guys. It's hard there's to keep a track. Lot. Like, yeah, my, I
0: hope. Well, my, I mean that. I hope my expectations too are that the some more. I, I, mean, I want the mystery to happen up until the end, like because there's three seasons total, and I, yeah. I, 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 hope that they keep it up. They did a good job of pacing this one. I was surprised that I liked it as much as they did. Because at me first, too. I won't lie, like, first two episodes, I was like, it's okay, I guess. But then by the end, I was like, fuck. And I wanted to keep watching yeah. season two like Nabil did, the but, yeah. Yeah. you me, know, me too. I so, I'm like, I want to keep going. I think we all had fun doing this, and I think this is something that we will continue because, I mean, we already know we did. We talked about it before the pod started. So Nabil's already halfway done, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, so, shit, Nabil
2: logged out. Fuck. I
0: already got all the secrets. Check out my special episode. <laughs> Nabil's corner. <laughs> <Nibir's laughs> corner. Just gonna let you guys know what already happens. First three episodes. Fuck it. I already know how to answer half these things. But no. Um, it was fun. I liked it a lot. Um, I like the whole evil versus good and uh, the fact that they keep you guessing is really cool. That's why I'm saying I. I, I to a point I could relate it to uh, Stranger Things, maybe because the power plant is the source of evil and all this shit. At least when kind of it thing. starts. But I don't think. it But ends no, up it definitely way. diverges so far. Yeah. Like the, after the themes of like it's it's a whole nother show so i'd say if you listen to this whole thing you've ruined the show for yourself so far but um (laughs) i definitely would recommend taking a look at it hey
2: maybe it'll make the experience a little bit easier for you maybe you're not yeah if you need this cheat sheet i I typed up you can hit me up too
0: i'll send it over a copy to you because uh that might help you out with characters because man there is so much research and i was telling marco earlier like it sucks trying to do research on like a season from three years ago because a lot of people in these boards I was on or, like with character lists spoil the other seasons. So, I've probably seen too much shit too, and like other actresses and actors that play f- even other versions of things, and I'm like
2: fuck, you know. So <clears throat> yeah, and James and I were saying stay away from IMDb because oh I yeah, don't did don't that. go I to know. there. IMDb so.
0: ruins most of the show for you because it reveals too much. Yeah. Which, I mean, they expect you to already have been like, hey, you should have, you know, whatever. I mean, we're watching the show three years later, but fuck it. You know. And there was nothing else playing, so what happens? <laughs> um, so, yeah. That is our review of Dark Season 1. It's streaming exclusively on Netflix. I would recommend personally to watch it in the native language of German with uh, English subtitles. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, yeah, Nabil please don't watch I the dub version. Dabbled a little bit in the dubbed one, Nabil more so than I did, just to. Um, and they don't do a good job, just so you know. Yeah. So it's not the worst dub that you're going to get
1: on a Netflix show, but it's it certainly the way this show is, it takes away a lot of the emotion that's going on with the characters. N- you Nabil, you did get full episodes.
2: I I, did, I could barely do thirty seconds of dialogue. Episodes, he, three he episodes
1: three of episodes. subs. Fuck. I did like
0: ten minutes oh, just man, because no. I was trying to. That's. That's, no. This is also a show that's really hard to multitask on, man. You can't, this show is too hard to, like, let me put it on while I uh, do work. And, like, no, you probably should sit down and just watch yeah. this. Yeah, At the same time,
2: attention. it's it's so plot heavy that you kind of have to just sit down and just pay attention Literally, the whole time. D- d- like, you can't be like, let
0: me pull my phone out. Like, yeah, if you're doing
2: research, there's, that's the only thing. Yeah, do. there's a lot of details <laughs> and stuff. There There's un- there's a lot of unspoken stuff where you blink and you miss it, too.
0: All right, so before our outro here, uh Marco and co all of us basically i don't know why i said that way asked you guys last week to ask us questions and we're going to answer them now so this is our little bookend moment here before the outro so uh marco he'll tell you who sent it and what the question is and we'll just kind of keep it quick here because uh, there's a few
2: so we I thought figured, hey we'll, we'll give you guys a little heads up. <laughs> we'll make it I will just say where it's from really just to make make it quick one question is uh, if you had the chance to watch just one up and coming movie in theaters which one would it be uh,
0: Tenet Ten- Tenet would it
2: yeah. Uh, see I had a feeling you guys would choose that one so I went with Dune because I've seen some stills and stuff and I'm really excited about that and I'm a huge Villeneuve fan so I can't wait for that to come out I'm also equally as excited for Tenet and I would definitely want to see that in theaters, especially because of the way that it was shot in IMAX.
0: So. Same here. Yeah. Right? Might have to do the drive-in for that one. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that one was actually DM'd to us. Uh, one that I got uh, via text asks, uh, what is our favorite streaming service? Um, I
0: guess. Uh, actually, fuck it. I know what my favorite one is right now. It's Shudder. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Nice. I'm going to tell you right now, if you love horror films, uh, Shudder's great. I've I've watched, it's probably the most streaming stuff I've seen out of anything in the last two months so far, of like, like overall, even though I've only had it a month, I've watched so many things on Shudder, and I think it's awesome. As of right now, I like that. I do like the exclusives on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, and but man, yeah, Shudder for me, especially if you're a horror fan, especially of shitty horror movies sometimes, <laughs> take a look, man. It's the it's cost fun. of a coffee and a sandwich, so check it out.
1: What about you, Nibill? You know, uh, I find myself. I, I cool. haven't been doing it before. So uh, uh, mine is. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I find myself watching a lot more Netflix than I, than I used to, especially like older shows. Uh, like we've been watching New Girl. I've um, been re watching uh, The West Wing and Parks and Rec, and also been watching nice. some. They have a lot of cool documentaries, like the uh, ESPN's Last Dance and the new video game one, the High Score documentary. Uh, yeah. so, I saw
2: that. It's to my
0: list. So I thought it was gonna be like YouTube. I mean, oh
1: well, that's Jesus that's just my is that technically
0: like streaming service?
1: Kind of. They do have original content. I don't watch that original content no, though. Either. So because I was but, gonna yeah. say
0: if, if if it's anything like that, then technically it'd be YouTube. I guess, YouTube but, would.
1: I
2: mean, I put yeah. a lot of hours in YouTube in my life. So
3: yeah,
2: Marco? What was, uh, you Marco? Uh, for me right now, I would say that it's HBO Max. It just has like a lot of uh, like classic movies on there that I've been enjoying obviously like as directors cuts and the extras and stuff like I've been mentioning in the last few episodes, which I think is really cool that a lot of other streaming services aren't doing. Um, so I saw alien three uh, on there, the director's cut. I saw a little shop of horrors, the director's cut. Uh, I watched the random eighties movie, the secret of my success with Michael J Fox on it. And, uh, just Good a lot movie. of like really cool stuff. The new Perry Mason show on there is cool. I'll probably mention that later on in another episode, but, um, it's just really caught my eye with how much content, and I've been ignoring my HBO Max, so I figured, you know, I'd give it a little bit of love. It's getting all the DC stuff on there, too, so why not? Um, you know, it's uh, definitely worth uh, every penny that I pay for it, so if you get a chance, um, check it out. Do the free trial. See if it's worth your, your dollar. Or and two if or you three.
1: have AT&T, you
2: actually get it for free for a year. It's completely free, yeah. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Uh, So here's a pretty good question. Uh, It was sent to the IG. So are plans to have on guests and specifically from a woman's perspective? Interesting question, actually. We actually have used to do guests on here. Pre-COVID, and then COVID I happened. Was gonna make, and yeah, and
0: then uh, uh, fucking pandemic happened. Yeah, the, world. The,
2: the end of the world happened. Uh, but we did. We have had our friend Jill on here before on a couple episodes. Our friend Yasmin's been on it, too, uh, to give us more female perspectives on things. Yeah, and uh, uh, the Bill's wife's been on here, Alyssa.
0: Oh, no, Men In Back 3, right? Uh-huh. Oh, 4. Yeah. Sorry, shit. Whoa, international.
2: Yeah. My bad. Yeah. That um, was actually
0: a- our 50th episode, by the way. I, I, I recall. So. True. True. Yeah. I, recall. I you'd
2: think it would be easy to get guests on here, but, you know, sometimes people are shy or, you know, they just want to send us a quick message or two and stuff. And we try to relay it on the podcast as much as possible and give kudos. But yeah, we're always welcoming like anybody that, you know, if you are a movie fan and you like what you hear and you have some suggestions for us, like see if you want to be a guest on us and with us and uh, review a movie with us. We'd We'd be more than happy to have you on here. We uh, actually may bring that back soon, so just uh, keep your eyes and ears out open for that. Um, hopefully, um, all our technology upgrades that we've done recently will help us in doing that. Um yeah, but that's yeah. one of those things uh, too. I think like it, it was when when we dis- w- w- first off
0: we we didn't even lose a beat on like doing episodes. By the way, so you got to yeah. give us a little credit on that. And we found ways to do it without having to be around each other and social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. The program we use only allows one guest regardless of the time. So to do that to set up, we do have to do a little bit more legwork, I'd say, getting things set up like that. So it's something that we're looking into, and I mean, we should, I mean, sooner than later. So,
2: Uh, lastly, we'll end it on a fun one here. How do you guys choose your movies? So I'm assuming (laughs) they mean like the movies we review. Oh, I'll (laughs) tell you right now. Six. So, James tells us at the very end, we we'll uh, to watch uh, Yeah,
0: James <laughs> man, tells us what we're <laughs> going to watch. So, fuck you.
2: Oh, man.
0: Okay, here's my process, goddammit. I try to ask for input. I try to go with... Okay, so I, I have a list. Obviously, it's changed quite a bit because of... Uh, it's a little Nothing different now,
1: yet. too, because of COVID. Uh, before, we were able to give a lot more input on, on different Yeah, we
0: used or... to literally have a section where Nabil went over what's coming out. But nowadays, yeah. it'd be like two movies. Like, this is what's coming out. Like, All okay, right. well, that's what we got to do. I mean, yeah, the fact that I we mean, just reviewed a TV show today obviously tells you true. it was a little... The well was a little dry this week, right?
2: But, I mean, like, we also... We talk about it. We text each other or we talk about it after we finish recording. We're like, what you yeah, like, I read about, about it through choices? the text.
0: <laughs> we, we, we genuinely have The the, doesn't read the emails We genuinely have an idea of like the next few Like on lo- yeah. oh, no, all seriousness We usually have like we already know what our next three Will be right technically yeah. yeah. So we look at like what's coming up Usually we try to get something that is uh Released the Friday before the podcast That's why sometimes you guys have questioned Why we didn't do a thing Or why it's two weeks out we're Like yeah, that came out a while ago like well yeah we're catching up asshole So the whole point is like <laughs> we're trying to he would you would be shocked by the text i get i'm like okay i didn't realize this maybe we'll listen to this but that's cool uh, really? but like for yeah. instance I'll, I'll spoil it here like we're doing milan bill and Ted trilogy then dark season two coming up so there you go that's that's six yeah. weeks yeah we, we, we definitely go at
1: our own pace you know it's and it's part of that reason especially that's that we're doing every two weeks you know we especially
0: do- now yeah. i would say to bill i agree with him like We're we're much more like we'll get to it, especially like okay, well, what else we gonna? I mean, to
2: to our credit, I I see other like critics and like podcasts and stuff out there that will release content on stuff that we reviewed like two three weeks after we released ours so i mean even like if we're a couple of days or a couple weeks behind i think we do pretty pretty much ahead of the other
1: people and we have the what you're watching where that's part of it too because we'll end up maybe like a a hot show came out but we didn't decide to make that as our main review yeah somebody would have watched it a couple of us might have and we'll talk about it give it a decent thing
0: like the last pod we unfortunately watched the tax collector but <laughs> it was between that and American Pickle, and then and Nabil talked about American Pickle pretty yeah. well. So, I yeah. mean, that it was covered in a way like, hey, we still somebody, – somebody saw it. Yeah. Sometimes multiple ones of us see a movie or – we've even canceled movies, like, sometimes. It's like either it didn't come out back when theaters were still open, like it didn't come out in our area. So, we're like, hey, we have to reschedule. Uh, maybe one I think we've only cancelled one that was so bad probably down the line like we one of us saw like hey let's do something else because this fucking sucks yeah but we, we generally try to do movies we actually try to pick movies that are different each time for instance like we'll do if we've done if we feel like we've done a lot of action or superhero movies we'll tend to lean toward a drama or a horror film you know kind of like you, you got to kind of look at see what the last couple were i mean did we do too many james bond films yeah we thought the movie was gonna come out this year is it gonna come out this year? <laughs> probably not so kind of fucked that was one a lot up. of fun that out. was planned that was actually planned way ahead of time yeah like we had already planned to do that like months in advance and then oh like i think halfway through the first one we found out the movie got pushed right
1: to november and then found out again it wasn't probably not coming out at all this year and then now
0: there's like hey most likely it's not even coming out this year just like everything that got pushed out so we're like but fuck. you know what the experience <laughs>
2: helped us get through a pandemic
0: yeah i mean it it definitely did if you look at my uh letterbox like everything's fucking james bond this whole year like this guy watched a lot of james Bond. actually i watched them all sir and i (laughs) still actually want to go back and as a special thing before the end of the year watch that uh sean connery spinoff one i do too Uh, we should i think that'll be i kind of want to do that and
1: maybe do some mike myers who knows you know awesome powers oh (laughs) let's
2: combine them
0: i I like how we fucked up and now they're not on netflix anymore by the way i know Jeez. but i have them on blu-ray so it doesn't matter for jimmy (laughs) <laughs>
1: but I will say um, just as a general thing that James does do a, a put in a lot of work to help us with the research and finding a good movie to select with the team. So, you know, you got to give credit where credit's owed and we, we probably it. couldn't do it without you. So
2: hats off to yeah. MC. Thanks. It. I'm not
0: even yeah. gonna deny that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, th- thanks, guys. Thank I'll you for it. submitting your guys' question, no matter how wild they are. Uh, we welcome any and all questions you, are, you guys want to ask us. You know, so long as it doesn't cross a particular line, you know. But uh, I mean. yeah, keep it coming. If you guys uh, have more questions or yeah, have more fun. suggestions, yeah. you know, we'll we'll listen, obviously. Uh, uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Movie Pals Pod, and if you use Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode. Thank you very much, Marco. And that is the end of the pod. Like, yeah, Marco
0: and I... Uh, I guess the whole thing was kind of in the, the pod. That's kind of the whole outro of the questions. Yeah. I'll include that, yeah. Uh, so tune in to next episode, guys. Episode 81. Like, we already told you what we're going to do. That's going to be... We'll record on early september for this one we'll be doing the disney plus exclusive Ish. mulan 2020 and uh we yes. should actually have a guest for that one so if everything works through and it works out we'll have a guest if not it'll just be us three again so they <laughs> are stuck with <laughs> good us times. good times we'll talk about mulan and um we're all gonna dress up so Nabil said he's gonna be mushu
2: Marco's going to be the horse,
0: and I'm going to be the big guy that shoots a cannon off his stomach. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Until then, this is James. And Marco. And Nabeel. Have a good one.